a long time ago in a parking lot close to Daniel's apartment. It was and continues to be a time of great hopelessness. We wrote this intro assuming the bad guy will win again because that seems to be all that happens. If it turns out that the good guy wins, swell. If it turns out that the bad guy does win, well, at least you have this intro to listen to for the next four years. Oh, by the way, this is the Star Wars intro we do every year. The final results for the galactic presidential race are in. That's 18,400,257,482,000 votes for the former vice president, Joe Biden. Literally, the entire population of the galaxy, except for six votes all counted from the Death Star for the incumbent, currently running dictator and emperor of the galaxy, not even a parody, Emperor Palpatine. So it looks like Palpatine wins by a landslide. Prepare for Clone War for your insolence. Ugh, another clone war? This one's gonna be identical to the last one. Get it? Hey, Space Greg, what was that guy talking about? Why do we even try? These elections are all rigged. It's like the stormtroopers aren't even counting our votes. But Senator Guy with devil horns and red face paint promised it would be a fair election. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, with Secretary of State the Hutt in charge? Good luck. You know what? That's it. I've been threatening you guys with this since 2016, or if I ever got drafted for Space Vietnam, but I'm finally doing it. You gonna watch The Wire? Never. I'm moving to Space Canada. Ah, but they do that nasty thing where they give you free health care so you don't have to worry if you have enough credits for a healing pot after a Jawa bludgeons you. It's awful. Gross. That's your uncle talking. It's great up there. It's cold. It gets dark early. It's out of the emperor's reaches. And there's a statue of John Candy, the actor who portrayed Barf, war hero of the rebellion. Well, I've always wanted to try poutine. Poutine. Well, hop into the old Ford Falcon. We're going on a hero's journey by Joseph Campbell. that awful theme music welcome to space canada the final frontier you guys sick we could take care of you right away oh i could use some help i have this bantha bike we're galactic refugees looking for sanctuary please help us you're our only hope before we try space australia okay well let me just start your paperwork to get you two registered as official tax-paying citizens of the united federation of planets united federation of planets tax-paying okay whatever we just wanted to be safe and away from that wretched hive of you know, stuff. Well, it's not all live long and prosper up here. You know what they say, the ice is always greener. What? Yes, sir. We've got our fair share of trouble from the Klingons and the Romulans. We've also got our fair share of tribbles. But always remember, if things ever get to be too much for you, you can always get beamed up by Scotty, the Supreme Court of the Terrestrial Intergalactic... Oh, gee, I can't remember the last letter. I guess someone woke up on the wrong side of the Stanley Cup this morning. Hoo-hoo. Anywho, that's what we're all about. Boot! I told you it was bad up here. I don't mind living in an oppressed universe as long as I don't have to live in this lame one. Come on, kid. Let's blow this joint and go home. You're right. We can't just give up on our country. I mean, galaxy. Let's get back home and do our part. But you'll miss the maple syrup harvest! <laughs> Ah, it's good to be home. Well, you know what they say. If you can't beat them, die in a clone war. And I'm
episode 83 of LA Meekly uh, started five seconds ago. The podcast will have you saying, why are you mean to Canada? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> the thing we did two days ago. I like woke up in the middle of the night like, oh no, we have Canadian fans. Oh no. We have a Canadian fan. And I do mean a. a. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they can take it. They're made of stronger grit. They have a special government program that uh, <laughs> heals their feelings. <laughs> it soothes their wounds. How much do they pay for this service? They just pay 80% in taxes. <laughs> Sticks and stones can't hurt them, but... American viruses can. Although it started somewhere else. Can we cue in the president saying oh where God. it came from? That was in that video I told... The video that he just released that I was telling you about where he starts out by saying, Hi, you might remember me yeah. as your president. At the end, he says, Just remember, it's China's fault. This is all China's fault. That's... That's a parody? That was with Alec Baldwin? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, my favorite Saturday Night Live cast member. My favorite S and L cast <laughs> member. Does Saturday Night Live use its cast members anymore? I don't think so. Jim Carrey is Joe Biden. Maya Rudolph is Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is, or Alec Baldwin is Donald Trump. Yeah, it, it's interchangeable sometimes. <laughs> if you listen to recordings he leaves his daughter, you might think that it's interchangeable. With uh, Mel Gibson. With Mel Gibson. It might be the same guy. <laughs> Do you leave sexist voicemails for your daughter? You might be Alec Baldwin. Baldwin or Mel Gibson. Rage-filled sexist comments. It's November now. Boy, can you believe it? Wow, the the time really is flying when you can't tell what day of the week it is. When calendars got banned by the (laughs) CDC. It's November. First, let's welcome... uh, We have one new Patreon person. Okay. Can we get a drum roll on this one? (laughs) Hang on. Can we also get a throbbing of a helicopter lead up to this one? I asked for drum rolls when it's someone who's related to you. This month, it's Lisa Galvan. Ah, Nina. Hi, Nina. Is that what you call her? Yeah. That's cute. What can I call her? Lisa Galvan. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon supporter Lisa Galvan. Yeah, that's Greg's aunt. Yeah. Is uh, Nina. My godmother. Oh, really? Yeah. You can have uh, godparents who are related to you? Yeah. Keep it close to the cuff, you know? <laughs> my godparents are my parents. <laughs> we wanted to keep it simple. Couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> no one else wanted you. No one wanted the spiritual responsibility. If anything should happen, to me the one person who's responsible for you is also me <coughs> God. sorry i got a flu shot <laughs> <laughs> my arm's sore so i can't protect myself from coughing I yeah i think a lot of my properly. aunts and uncles have really parents well, that first are also off, i was gonna say it's uh it's like life insurance for your parents i could die as your parent but not as your godparent <laughs> really a lot of your yeah a lot of my aunts uh, my mom's sisters i think are all their godparents are people that they're related to maybe it's a jewish thing that yeah. they're not supposed to be related or maybe it's just y- your family that makes is that like related? when Rod Serling and his wife wouldn't fly on the same plane? So if anything happens to one, the other one's there yeah. to take care of you? So that his wife could still take over the presidency? <laughs> if his family should yeah. ever try to kill you, there's someone on the if outside it, yeah. to protect you. If there's ever a gremlin on the wing and I go down, <laughs> take care of the children. Well, look, we learned something about the Galvan Gonzalez family today. Look at that. As we always, as what this podcast is all about. <laughs> we learned about how many of my family members have to still support me and all my endeavors. <laughs> it takes a family. It's November now. Let's talk about our thing of the month from okay. last month do you have something it's oh, been quite a month I, I totally forgot about this but i'm sure that i do why don't you go first and i'm gonna go on my phone for a completely different reason uh, well well greg isn't listening to me i do this every year where i in the november thing of the month it's uh-huh. always something from october that's halloween related that right doesn't apply anymore by november but this time it still doesn't apply. Oh, wow. But you managed I, to pull that off. I'm recommending you write this down for next year. Keep okay. this on your bookmarks bar. The listings of all the haunts and mazes, although there's no mazes this year. Yes. There's a couple. There's that a probably couple. Aren't safe and to you do. know what? I salute their perseverance and their valiance in this time of need. An American service by, <laughs> by letting us walk through their chupacabra maze. Hey, 
Yeah. Okay. You say it with the tone. Yeah. It's a spooky tone. <laughs> so if you want the listing, there's SoCal Haunt List. Mm-hmm, that's and, a good one. And then there's Hollywood Gothic. G-O-T-H-I-Q-U-E. I feel like SoCal Haunt List might be a little more accurate in terms of like times and dates, right. but the Hollywood Gothic has more listed. Like the hidden gems, if you will. Right, 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 right. And things that off off the beaten path. Yeah, you know. I like, found a knife in the river. You can, that's listed. <laughs> Come look at this. This is spooky. <laughs> yell at the CVS. Come check it out. Oh, spooky. Oh, scary. If you're looking for any like elaborate houses mazes anything yeah. that's where to go those are the places you're gonna find that's it pretty cool yeah you're a pretty cool guy how'd that happen i don't know i got sandals <laughs> <laughs> i never take them off now because no one asked me to go into work this is me i finally became who i truly am for the first like two months of quarantine i was wearing all the shirts on the bottom of my dresser i remember that they my, were just like weird cloth shirts yeah my big dog shirts shirts that it looked like you had made them it wasn't just me others had also <laughs> made them for me the ones that people had gotten at like museums in croatia like, hey, Daniel might like this. And guess what? I do. <laughs> so what was your thing now that you've... We just played a recording of you saying things to me while you were looking on your phone for yeah, what you did. Yeah, we had a sounder like step in for a second. It was risky to our <laughs> health, but... Also, Greg Gonzalez from Secrets After Sex. It were also sounder likes too. Your god brother? Yeah, my god brother. I think cousins are god brothers anyways not my cousins though we took a drive to san pedro because i wanted to go over the vincent thomas bridge because i like to get scared in different ways but as we we're getting off the freeway I, I saw that there was a fish harbor memorial and i knew that from the research i'd done for the glendale thing so i wanted to see it so we went way out of and you went there before right yeah it is not close to the freeway exit it, it seems no. like you're gonna it it's seems like, like the tip of terminal island yeah before you get into the prison it seemed like the directions were a place that the mafia would tell me to go get whacked like oh yeah it's this old warehouse that's covered in like tarps but uh, it's it's beautiful it was so realistic that the dog couldn't stop barking at the two figures really yeah and we like put the dog up to the statue like look it's not real that's how michelangelo knew that david was ready (laughs) (laughs) it was that a dog kept barking at it and people kept panting at it it's a beautiful memorial they had like a transparency of what fish harbor used to look like laid over what is there now which is just like oh god uh maybe just look at the transparency from an angle and you're like this is pretty nice Uh, right behind the memorial though is the prisons right there but there's also like this abandoned factory like a seaside factory i guess it was it was a cannery i don't know but we heard two seals one was like closer to the water and then it sounded like one was like had an echo so it must have been inside this abandoned spooky factory a seal is running the old cannery <laughs> he's got a hat on he clocks in every day it's like a flintstone <laughs> where episode. is everybody <laughs> and then we went to uh the point Furman warehouse a warehouse lighthouse jesus oh, okay <laughs> we went to the point Furman lighthouse that's where the other walrus or not walrus we're not whatever doing, we should have done another mind mouth that i could have rolled my eyes at didn't they just tear down the bridge that you went over or they just put no they're working on it though i think it just officially the new one just got completed and it's called like the same name but new oh yeah (laughs) it's called hardy's the other bridge (laughs) (laughs) there was one bridge that we couldn't go on but we still managed to go i think on like two other there's a lot of bridges it's a scary bridge though yeah terrifying it's really i want to say that's the only bridge in los angeles that goes over a body of water yeah that i could think of and it's anywhere that's terrifying but when you're in los angeles and don't have much experience going over a bridge over maybe troubled waters (laughs) it's down at the waters not not easy (laughs) no it's terrifying yeah it's a really scary drive and you think every single it's like going on a roller coaster where every time i'm like i'm totally fine with this and then like as you enter like as you take the seat you're like the ride started oh no i don't 
want to do this anymore. But yeah, like the Golden Gate Bridge doesn't scare me. But there's one Ugh. to get to like the Bay Bridge. That's the one to get to like Berkeley. That one scared me because it was like this one's kind of rickety. That's how I feel about the San Pedro. The it's wooden Bay Bridge. Oh, you go to like Disneyland, like everything's fine. Then you go to like a carnival around your house, and you're like, oh boy, who built this? I why do we have to get into that? But I love those old carnival rides. Me too. Yeah. But no one ever ever wants to go on them with me. You found your part. You, hey, you found your buddy. I'll Let's do it go. every single time. Right. This carnival that's going on right now. Let's this, go. The carnival they're having in Sturgis. I know that we said we can't be within six feet, but do you want to go on a Ferris with me? How about we're in separate carts of the Ferris wheel? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said she's ugly. What? Who? <laughs> Her? The one we're pointing at? That's a weird terminal island. Is a, I mean, it's basically just like a refinery in a mm. prison at it's this very point. Industri- it's very industrial. And then, yeah, San Pedro. I, I love San Pedro. But yes, the terminal the, the, island is very industrial <laughs> as it was meant to be. They, yeah, as the city decided it was meant to be. <laughs> Let's get to this month. Okay. We have a listener question. Yes. First off. This one is from Lizette Cadena. Hello. Do you think I pronounced that right? No. It, either of those, her question is, or not question, uh, invitation to speak. <laughs> um, I am curious to know the most architecturally fascinating neighborhoods you've discovered during your quarantine walk scene as this is stretching out indefinitely and there isn't much else to do. I'm resentful of the word indefinitely, but okay. <laughs> I'm resentful, but I have accepted. I have accepted it. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. Architecturally, what was the other word? Architecturally fascinating oh okay hang on let me check my dictionary <laughs> i found a few one of the places that i went to recently is hancock park i was about to say hancock park have you been walking around there not recently i used to walk there a little bit more but i it's love it really nice yeah first off i mean just like everywhere else in the city there's like two houses on every block that yeah yeah because no one can afford yeah. only the much richer can afford yes. to live here now but the god those houses are so nice yeah some of them are i mean obviously they're like 15 million dollars but yeah. there was one that's for sale that looked like like every haunted house but cozy like the old dark house oh right yeah, like, old it, dark house. like oh god they're yeah. so nice and there's so many different styles around that neighborhood mm-hmm. we went to the the house from war games oh we, my god we went to the house from matthew broderick's wrote war games war the games? place where matthew broderick almost started world war three yeah and then we went to the house from whatever happened to baby jane i was gonna, oh, what, I didn't know that was I was also gonna say what's eating baby jane <laughs> her sister i went looking for nat king cole's house and we he got lived there in hancock park? yeah and it's, it's gorgeous yeah he had a lot of trouble living in Hancock Park notoriously why what how come was there something special about Nat what, King yeah Cole what about Nat King Cole and what about that neighborhood what are you trying to say what would you say is the nicest I mean I the nicest know. area in town in I mean town. Brentwood Brentwood's. like I went to Brentwood and Bel Air and I wasn't as impressed as I was at Hancock Park there's a walking feeling that yeah. you don't get that feeling when you're it's, in like Bel Air or Brentwood to walk around and look no, at the houses you, but in, it's almost discouraged exactly yeah, it's discouraged yeah. there's no sidewalks or anything but yeah Hancock Park feels like a nice neighborhood in the middle of the city yeah to walk around to like take a yeah. uh, walk to live the in the neighborhood to live in if you're not king cole but it's also one of those areas i feel like it's it's really eerie because you don't see anyone in their houses doing anything yeah and like it's just just as a setup like the first episode of twilight zone where like there's signs of people being alive like there's cars and driveways but there's no one like no lights are on or if there's a light on no one's moving around the house nothing smells like garlic cooking and rice like how do people even live here how come i don't smell a rose cone poi <laughs> we saw like one person coming out of his house to let a maintenance person uh, 
out of his house. But yeah, there's nobody else around, which is weird. Like, why aren't you walking around in this beautiful neighborhood that you live in? That you live in, yeah. That's why Nat King Cole left. (laughs) That's the only reason. And he moved his entire family into the Capitol Record Building. That's why. And now his face is stuck on the side (laughs) of it. I have a few more neighborhoods, but what what are some of yours? I've been driving around a lot of areas, but like I'm always fascinated by Venice Beach and the Mm. Venice Beach houses. Kind of smaller, especially near the canals, because they're just like so unique to LA. Like Santa Monica doesn't have like houses like that. Well, maybe they do, and I'm not as familiar. But like, I feel like I drive around the I call it the innards, the innards of Venice Beach a little bit more. Yeah, the canal area is, but those are all kind of like three tiered sort of houses, right. which are like they're nice beach houses. But in terms of like a cozy house, it's not really for me. I feel like there's a lot of cozy houses that are just like I don't use the word shack, but there's like a like S H A Q that sells hot dogs on <laughs> sticks right by the water. I think that there's a lot of really good um just like small little houses that look like in my head like what beach houses look like sorry steamboat willie just walked by uh, his way to becoming a multi-millionaire <laughs> who needs boats yeah who needs boats there's that one house that's like a castle and there's like, like skeletons yeah. and stuff all over it i have no idea what we're talking about all right the, there's some weird whatever it's what halloween happened? and now people are just gonna think i'm describing a house that's decorated <laughs> a for dream halloween. i had i'm here in my micro <laughs> but i swear to god this is a year-round <laughs> thing one of my other ones is toluca lake that's another really nice neighborhood of yeah. just unattainable wealth yeah, yeah. <laughs> like amelia Earhart's house which is right across the street from Frank Sinatra's house. West Adams houses are really nice, whatever's yeah. still around. I think a lot of them are in those gated communities, I think. A lot of the older houses, but it's still a nice area. To- those houses are also nice by USC. Yeah, those are and nice like, houses. Uh, Exposition Again, Park. talk about uh, areas Nat King Cole wouldn't have been welcomed in. These are all, <laughs> we're just describing historically white, <laughs> racist neighborhoods. Another one around here, I had never really been around that much, is the Chandler Estates. Yeah. It's another kind of just mansion-y sort of area yeah. of old, huge houses from the days when there was just a ton of room in the valley. Also, the area in Northridge by the Salomon House is really good right. 60s and 70s valley houses. Former ranches, too. Les, yeah. uh, Lucy and Desi's ranch was around there. Desi Lou? Harpo Marks, I think. Harpo Marks. But like, I wouldn't really want to live there because it's like your mom's house. It takes like 40 minutes to get your to mom's. the freeway. Uh, I mean, your grandmom's house. <laughs> or not your grandmom's. Your you? godmom's house. <laughs> Those houses are so much property. They're very cozy houses. But one neighborhood I had never been to before that I discovered during the quarantine. I discovered it. I guess it's called like View Park slash Windsor Hills and it's just south of Baldwin Hills. Okay. It's another one of those just kind of like hundred year old houses. Yeah. I think they also call it View Park because it, it's on a, on a hill. It's yeah. on a Windsor Hill and there's a view <laughs> and a park but the view is like downtown LA. I think I saw a picture of somebody on Lifehack's feed of uh, like a bench atop a park and a lot of old restored cars around there also. Oh, wow. That That's a fun area. Where did I? We were driving we saw a lot of old cars we took a walk around mount washington which is really nice like a lot of older houses like that and they're like grand where is mount washington the hills above highland park and eagle rock okay yeah the fire zone (laughs) those are beautiful houses up there i love taking a walk around there and um koreatown has like a lot of those old like beautiful old apartment buildings and houses too yeah but how are you gonna park to walk where are you gonna park your feet and that should lead us into our episode oh my god oh my god god we finally found a transition let me go first i have a thing to say and you'll never guess what it is hang on that's what everyone's answering <laughs> everyone has something to say about that this episode this is all about you dear yeah listeners. you this did is, it thank you thank it's you all so 
for you. Thank you so much for your hard work. Earn this. I think there's another mosquito. Probably. You're going to give me a flu shot. So we asked you. Can you believe it? You, the plebes. We asked all of you, what is one thing that annoys you most in Los Angeles? And sure, it started out with mm, some maybe offensive stuff. Yeah, yeah, highly offensive, yeah. But then once we got more specific, we got a lot of really good answers. But we have a few first. Who wants to go first? I like to go first. Actually, I just decided I want to go first. <laughs> 5149, I get to go first. Oh, uh, um. no. I shouldn't have bargained with that bag of m ms you had. I sold my controlling interest. <laughs> this is not in any particular order. It's just like a segue. No parking in Koreatown. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, yeah. but it's still a problem. Yeah, And it's, it's not crazy. a joke. It's really bad. The times that I've found parking in under 15 minutes have been like the three miracles I got in my life were finding <laughs> parking in Koreatown in less than 15 minutes. It's bad. It's, it's really almost, bad. It's almost easier to park on like Western, which is the big yeah. like main drag, and then pay for it and then walk to wherever you have so to go. You, that's where you lost me. Like, why is it, is it because there's so many apartment buildings yes, there? With no parking, like no yeah. parking on their own. You know, you have 50 units and then no parking yeah. and everybody, you know, you could have like... <laughs> and one visitor spot. And yeah. me and my three roommates and each one of you has their own car. It's atrocious. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, and it's not even like the metro is that accessible, which we'll also get into. <laughs> but it's not like it takes you everywhere. I don't know. Not a good situation, but a fun place to be. Although I hear everything's closing there like day by day. There's yeah. more restaurants closing. So maybe those spots will open up that <laughs> we've been talking about. We'll switch off a few. Okay. Here's one that's always bothered me. People that say the valley is just suburbs when the whole city is just suburbs. I could argue with you there, but I kind of know what you're talking about. It, you live in a suburb. You live in a suburb like a mile away from a main street. That sure okay D- define something that isn't a suburb then because to me like hancock park feels like a suburb within hollywood it's hollywood and then there's a suburb inside of hollywood like the- los angeles feels to me just like a bunch of different suburbs well connected. i think what you mean is residential areas i don't always think yeah. of those as suburbs okay like when i think of suburbs i think of like hacienda heights or like the valley to me if someone said it's suburbs yeah but also like at some point every main street became industrial real obviously there's an industrial area to the valley there's a lot actually um <laughs> everything below chatsworth i'm trying i guess you're right but i wouldn't say that everything's a suburb that is residential I, okay obviously not all of well but then what were we just talking about pacific palisades yeah. or, or bel-air or brentwood or whatever yeah. like those are suburbs, suburbs because there's no there's nothing a, there would you say sherman oaks is a suburb no i would really i mean ventura boulevard is right here but then you go to like granada hills which people will say that's a suburb and there's like a main area of Granada Hills right. also. So then what is a suburb exactly? I don't get it. And why are they putting down the valley for being suburbs when you go to Echo Park and like, yeah, there's there's sunset or whatever, but you go a mile up and it's just houses and like a coffee shop. I have a lot of freeways around me and I always think, well, that's why I'm not a suburb is because the freeways are all around me. Okay. Freeways rule everything around me, yeah. as you've always said. Freem. I have Dodger Stadium. I have a giant, well, I don't know. So yeah, now you have me wondering what is a suburb and what's just a residential yeah, area because and what differentiates the two i mean dodger stadium is a baseball stadium in the middle of a suburbs kind of no because chinatown's right there chinatown is not a suburb chinatown is in a suburb downtown la is not a suburb obviously obviously i feel like we've lost the grip of what a suburb is to answer this question that's what i'm trying to get to like i think there's a distinction between what a neighborhood is and a suburb but i wouldn't know yeah i I don't know know how to explain it i feel like they're interchangeable they're interchangeable but i don't know like burbank is a suburb right burbank is like the epitome of small town america Right. But then you have Magnolia Boulevard. You have that downtown area. 
right. Is that a suburb? But every suburb has a mall. Main drag? Of, yeah. So then what's a suburb? I don't know. I don't but know. it's also the Burbank Airport, so is it really a suburb? <laughs> the point of a suburb is to get away from all the noise of downtown, but then in LA, I guess they just brought the noise to the suburbs <laughs> because it's like, well, I don't want to have... I work at a factory, and it's too far, and it's a, a factory that makes a lot of money, so they built another one, and luckily for me, they built it right next to my house in the suburbs. <laughs> Lucky me. Lucky I me. live yeah. next to a factory. Um, I'm a walrus on Terminal Island. See, it's weird because Burbank, I think of it as a suburb, but the airport's there, and it's also like huge industrial... There certainly is, yeah. but like, who would ever argue that Burbank is an urban part of town? Nobody. Or an industrial part of town. Industrial part of town. I mean, that I would argue more than before I would say that Burbank is an urban part of town, like yeah. an urban city. I guess in my head, it's like, well, there's skyscrapers, and <laughs> yeah. there's like a business There's district. a hotel that's really big. Yeah. Suburbs, I like, I've always thought, well, that's where rich white families live. I feel like we... <laughs> so here we go. Yeah. But then you look at East LA, where it's mostly it, not white, but it's certainly a suburb in yeah. like parts of Boyle Heights and El Monte or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like those are suburbs. Those yeah. are obviously suburbs. Yeah, I've, I've called Downey and Southgate suburbs before, but I'm sure people. But they're not always white, so, so I, d- I don't know what it means anymore. I feel like this we could get stuck on this for the next two hours, which this will be a two-hour episode. This is our entire podcast is just this now. This was all a trick. We asked for all of these answers from people, and then we give one answer and just <laughs> get, get stuck, stuck on, on it. Okay, do you have another one? Yeah, I don't even have to look. Okay, when I say the 405, it's not just the 405. It's not just the freeway and the traffic. It's crossing from one side to another either way at any point in time because I have literally tried to like on any street Wilshire, Santa Monica, Pico, Olympic anything that's connected to the 405 trying to get from one side of it to the other is almost as hard as just sitting on the 405 You mean like reason. going from Santa Monica to Westwood on Wilshire? Yes, on yeah, Wilshire, yeah It's pretty bad That's how bad that freeway is is crossing the boundary <laughs> is hard It has traffic runoff and bleeding over And trying to like I always like to my navigational prowess I think that I can outmaneuver any traffic you can't outmaneuver the 405 well, you can't outmo- yeah you can't do the 405 because there's just dead end streets and they're yeah. all some go nowhere some will just take you in a loop like it's it's maddening i feel like santa monica is the worst of the ways to get across it yeah oh my god the intersection of sepulveda and ventura that, that's another bad one. Oh my god if you're trying to get to work at any time before 9 a.m yeah. or any time after 3 p.m it's you'll be stuck at that light for like 20 minutes maybe. you'll be seeing the light you need to cross for <laughs> four lights away and you're thinking once I pass that light, I can make a right and go over the Sepulveda Pass, and you're just sitting there. Every green to red that you see that you don't get to pass is another furlough day you're going to get at your job. And there's no like smart way to get around it. I'm on this side, I need to get to that and, side. And, and the, no the way smart to... ways that there are to get around it, everyone knows those smart ways, so they're not smart anymore. Yeah, they're not. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Ways ruined Echo Park, I think. Oh, there's so many little oh, cool nooks and crannies. About... What, it's not a suburb anymore? Or with, uh, with, uh... No. You live next to an elementary school. <laughs> it's clearly a suburb. I live next to two elementary elementary school no i live at elementary school and a daycare center but i also have a hipster trash spot right category to my house so my next one it's again it involves the valley it's as if i have some sort of weird uh defensiveness yeah, about the valley it's really sad actually uh i think it's pretty cool i wouldn't defend anything as much as you defend the valley i think it's a sign of personal strength sure. <laughs> people saying the valley or LA as if the valley isn't part of LA. Right, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. always bothers me. Yeah, it's weird because growing up before I got familiar with the valley it was like, yeah, the valley, like you like cross a barrier and I used to think it was a county line but there's no county line. You're no, right. It's, it's, it's part all of Los Angeles, part of Los Angeles. Because when people use it to refer, because it's always used disparagingly, like, yeah. oh, go to the valley or we'll be in LA and you, when you say, oh, we'll be in LA and you're talking about Santa Monica, which is not, it's LA County even, yeah. but like, unless you're talking about downtown Los Angeles, 
I think it's crazy to try to pass off like, oh, I'm in LA, I'm in Brentwood. Yeah. That's not, that's almost like historically thought of as LA. I think that within the last 10 years, maybe there's been like more distinctions of like, oh, I'm on the west side. Oh, I'm in like the... Or again, another thing of like, oh, I'm on the east side, I'm in Los Feliz. (laughs) That I don't like. Uh, Or maybe that could be east side, but it's not east LA. People say east East LA. LA. Man, I'm in east LA. You know, east Hollywood. (laughs) I'm at the Pantages. I'm in east LA. (laughs) The valley is a giant crazy thing. Even when you're in the valley, I'm sure you talk about other parts of the valley disparagingly. But But like, I'm not 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 saying that anything against you that you have to defend. What I'm saying is like, it's just thought of as a separate thing the way the west side is thought of as everything or like LA. I don't know what people mean by I guess you're talking about a thing. Yeah, I don't know what they mean by LA then if if not all of us are LA. Because you also, this is another sticking point. You consider Glendale to not be part of the valley, which I do. Yeah, I don't think of it as part of, it's in the cup. It's in the bowl, (laughs) isn't it? Hey, if there's milk in the bowl, (laughs) game on. I don't think of it as part of the bowl. You could argue that it's on the edge, but it, is this, God, it's another mosquito. It's going to extract my flu shot. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be one healthy mosquito. A lot of it for me is like bus connective tissue and the valley was not easy to get to on the bus. So I'm like, well, that's a whole other thing. But like Glendale, I can get to on yeah, any bus. It's, it's a what? We're just drawing the boundary at Burbank and it's no longer like a geographical boundary because Glendale does such a good impression of Burbank. You can't even tell when you're in Glendale for a few miles. For a few miles <laughs> around Alameda and Western, you're like, I don't know where I am. Half of Ikea is under Burbank <laughs> jurisdiction. You have to pay taxes differently depending on what counter you're at. I mean, like even if you talk to people from coastal neighborhoods, I mean, there must be a huge difference between like oh that's Malibu we're from Hermosa yeah. Beach yeah, we're yeah. from well um, I mean Melissa's oh I'm not from Torrance where's she from Li- uh, Lawndale. Lawndale yeah it's not I think it's just like a person to person because like in Echo Park there's a big distinction between Silver Lake Los Feliz uh, and like there, Pico Union area there's, there's a weird tribalness in Los Angeles there that's yeah. kind of fun but also probably destructive <laughs> in the end why you think neighborhood pride's a bad thing in some areas of LA yeah, why? I think everyone oh, should just uh, just assimilate everyone should just <laughs> assimilate yeah it is very tribal but I, yeah you're right i kind of like that it's fun to yeah. be like no i'm from the valley and you're a beach person yeah you're exactly you're walking. It's fun to have nationalism <laughs> so weird because i was talking to my dad about going to elysian park which is like i can walk to yeah. an entry point of that and i'm talking about there's a little i don't tell anywhere this is at there's like a little dirt path behind a bunch of houses that i like to take i call it shadow mm-hmm. lane because it's really spooky and i'm walking <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to tell my dad about this dirt path i take and he's like oh that's surfer row i'm like what's surfer row He's like, oh, there's just a bunch of houses with surfboards. So we call it Surfer Row. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fun. yeah, it's on your way to the Hobo Trails. And I'm like, oh, so even within Elysian Heights, a subset of Echo Park, there's even more little districts in people's, yeah. in like locals. And I like that. I yeah. wish there was more of that. I wish we were more uh, separated. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was more. I wish there were walls everywhere. <laughs> Wall around every house. I, I do like that sort of thing where there's sort of, I do wish we lived in more of a city where like every street has a nickname and that sort of thing. Because yeah. we were watching, as we do every day at lunch now, we were watching Rick Steve and he was in this one town of Italy where it's mm-hmm. like every single street is like oh yeah this is where this sort of person lived this oh, is where, wow. and that this is they hung this rib bone of a whale here like 300 years ago and we just left it there <laughs> I wish there was more of this sort of street by street yeah. pride yeah. in Los Angeles because it's fun we talk about you know, Echo Park Avenue is the avenue and mm-hmm. there's plenty of avenues yeah. around us but like everyone 
<laughs> who grew up in well, the avenue. There's plenty the of avenue. valleys in the, but there's only the valley. Yeah, girl. It's so weird when people are like, well, which valley, San Gabriel or San Fernando? I'm like, yeah. why would you ever call you San from? Gabriel Valley the valley? That's the east side. You're not that's from here, I, are you? That's where I get good food from <laughs> China. That's where I see a noodle place on every block, pal. <laughs> I have one more one that one doesn't one. have to do with the valley. I have a couple. Okay, here's my next one. The energy of both Hollywood Boulevard and the Venice Boardwalk. You don't like this. this I don't is, like well, the yeah, energy and franticness of yeah. those two things. Uh, I never am relaxed when I'm at either one of them. Uh, if I'm, you know, plenty of experiences we've had on Hollywood Boulevard, but they are. Ne- I'm never relaxed on Hollywood yeah, Boulevard. Yeah. Walking it, well, driving is fine. But even then, sort of driving sometimes there's like with Ubers and Lyfts pulling over to drop people off, so the right lane is always blocked. There's only two lanes. There's always like crazy people running in the street. There's a franticness to the street where I'm. I feel like I'm in flight or flight when I'm driving See, down or walking down it. I like it from like a tourist perspective. Yeah. Because like as horrible as a place like Times Square or something is yeah. or Hollywood and Highland is to the eye, there's something about it that I, I enjoy to be around for a little bit. Yeah. Hollywood Boulevard at night, I do not like being around. Yeah. Unless I like have a, get I got to get to Mel's. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get to Mel's from Hooters. We got to shoot this thing for that stupid live show. <laughs> you don't feel safe. You don't feel at ease. Uh, it's, it, there's an unpredictableness to everything yeah. there. There's a lot of strange people that can wreak havoc <laughs> wandering around Hollywood Boulevard and it's, Venice Boulevard. It's the mix of the very, very locals, like the people who just are always on the block. Yeah, so local that they live where you're standing. <laughs> and tourists. And the mixture of the yeah, two yeah. things on it's a weird. small yeah. sidewalk is so like jarring every single time. Like, I feel like if you just ignore them enough, like you can almost like in The Walking Dead when they smear themselves oh, in and zombie you just, guts. Like, center yourself yeah, and like, forward. Like they can smell like, oh, you're not what yeah. I'm trying to eat. The boardwalk is a similar thing with me. Like there's just like people spinning on rollerblades, juggling, and there's people trying to get your attention and then tourists like what i'll listen to your cd (laughs) yeah Yeah, i feel like there is a way to sort of sneak under the radar there and have fun but it's certainly just standing there in one spot and looking around like hands on my hips like i feel like i would be told to get on a tour bus immediately or sold marijuana yeah so poor thing you've got sold marijuana i remember i got a medical marijuana card for free in high school we used to walk down broadway and you got to the jewelry district and there would be girls who worked for the jewelry store standing outside trying to get people to come in Mm -hmm. it's like when you're in vegas and people are trying to hand you those cards with the ladies no the one time i was supposed to go to las vegas coronavirus happened oh you don't know well (laughs) tell me what it's like there'll be three guys in a row with baseball caps who have a big stack of strip strip club cards and they're just handing out flyers for stuff and they're just like like they're just handing out to everybody and you're trying to avoid them but like suddenly you have a bunch of cards for strippers in your hand suddenly you're in the back room of a strip club but it has an energy of like i just trying to get to where i'm going to and all these people are trying to get my attention and i don't want like i just want to walk forward and not pay attention uh, but in high school we'd push each other into the way of the girls and like oh thank you for stopping he it was a to... prank that was played on me more than i did it to other people that's why you own so much jewelry i had to buy it <laughs> how many more do you have because i just uh, thought, a couple i, I can rattle them more. off and you could say yay or nay ready <laughs> boo boo so they're doing a new thing i don't ride a bike so i don't have like a lot of love for bike lanes i like that they're there and everyone's safe on them but spring street did this thing i think it's spring and maybe like broadway too where the parking is no longer against the curb the bike lanes against yeah, the curb yeah. so now the cars and are you're parked like in the, the middle street. of the street yeah I, that I don't makes like me it. really uncomfortable it, it feels unnatural to me um, it feels unsafe like it I, feels unsafe too. It's, it's really no different than parking against no. the curb but i do feel like well people are going to think my car's moving yeah <laughs> in my head it, like i've always parked next to the curb and now i don't so it feels like i'm doing it wrong every single time it's like when you're learning how to swim and you have to hang on to the mm-hmm. side of the pool it doesn't it doesn't we'll learn how to swim someday someday but right now it's annoying well since we're talking about bikes let me just 
just put yeah. my last one in. People, when you go into the hills of like Malibu and that sort of thing, uh-huh. and it's a two lane road and it's no barriers and you could fall yeah. off into the ravine at any second. People who then decide to ride their bikes on those roads, on these two lane roads, yeah. and you have to try to get around them on blind curves. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? The arrogance of some bike riders to be in a car lane, like a turning lane. Yeah. You really want to talk about this right now? Yeah. You really want to have a discussion where I pull over and I say, you're simply not going to go fast enough to please everyone behind you. Well, I don't know if it's more annoying to see a biker making a left turn in a left turn lane or yeah. seeing a biker running a red light because they're on a bike. Yeah. I don't know which you annoys me You could stop for a red light, which is what you're supposed to do. No, uh, they're on a bike. They're not a car, but they're also not a pedestrian. <laughs> like I, I want bicyclists to be safe, but also like some of them are so arrogant about their bike riding and they're like, I'm a vehicle too and yeah. kind of not. You can't claim that you're a vehicle and also claim that you're a pedestrian yes. to get special treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Other people have uh, more sympathetic things to say about bikers. I and I get so. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, we do need more bike stuff. But God, the way it is, this in-between that we're in right now is yeah. so dangerous for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible. I mean, I've rode a bike for a while and it was really scary and I wanted to be more safer. But I also like knew my place. <laughs> I didn't get in the way of the car. I didn't be like, I have as much right to be in this freeway lane as you do. <laughs> I know that you're all going 60 miles per hour, but I think I have a helmet on. And I, should be... <laughs> I think I'm pretty safe. What mm-hmm. else you got? Parking restrictions in rich areas, i.e. Beverly Hills, the Fairfax area. My brother used to live in Little Ethiopia and just parking there. I got so many tickets because I'm like, oh no, I've been here for more than two hours. Yeah. But the permit parking, like I get it for residents, but for visitors. Come on. Maybe it... there should be like how they have resident parking. Yeah. We should get visitor visitor park. Yeah. To be like, hey, I'm just an innocent visitor. <laughs> Please have mercy on me. Other people commented on this sort of thing that we'll get to. But yeah, it parking, it's going to be a constant theme in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, parking is horrible, but I'll be damned if I ride a bike that's easy to park anywhere. (laughs) I'll be damned if I learn how to ride a bike after 32 (laughs) years. I think my last thing is like people who are from LA, their families are from LA and they still are not curious about history of things. Yeah. Hey, from a standpoint of trying to get more people to listen to this podcast, of course, that's the biggest annoyance in my life. Because even when I wasn't, you know, the podcast, I think for both of us was an excuse to start looking into stuff. So we both didn't know. I mean, we learned a lot Mm -hmm. after we started, but I was also like, who's a mayor? uh, Shut up. Um, at the same time knew what houses famous people were murdered at mm-hmm. like I still had a general curiosity about like yeah. the city and some of the history and stuff and I knew like some things anybody who listening is obviously interested like there's so many people who aren't from here who listen that are more curious than people who live yeah. here they will never look up stuff I think people are just so brainwashed into the whole like there's no his- no nothing to see here yeah, yeah 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 look we've spent plenty of episodes puffing up Alberto and how great he is oh are you gonna trash him right now I'm oh, tra- I'm, can I'm, I get closer to you <laughs> please hold my hand while I trash <laughs> Alberto. Time to rake him through the tea or whatever kids say. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Whatever TikTok says. You clearly drink tea. He, born and raised here, yeah. families from, well, actually, I don't know where his family's from. I thought one of his parents were Filipino for the longest time because I thought he told me one of his parents were Filipino. Yeah. And then I, I think I brought up like, well, you, you know, your Filipino heritage. Yeah, he's like, yeah, what? <laughs> but he's lived here his whole life and he thought that anything east of the 405 is no longer the valley, inside the valley. Oh, like, right, he, like right. North Hollywood, Burbank. Bank, Glendale, he thought was not part of the valley. Right. Like he thought Sherman Oaks was not part of the valley, Weird. which is crazy. So yeah. there's a lot of people who woefully ignorant, woefully. like my good friends. <laughs> now, look, I apologize for, for <laughs> I spilling the rake or whatever, whatever the cranberry juice guy told me to say. <laughs> when yeah, you're not people, curious about it, it's, it's like, weird. What do you occupy your time with? Like, what do you, you're really not curious about? But that goes back to, I think people would, would be more into it if there was more like that surfer row, this is whatever offensive, this is Bum Street or whatever offensive oh. thing. 
hobo trails because the railroad is right around the corner. That's you why. Know, where the hobos live. I think if there was more of that, there would be more pride. Yeah. But there, they, hey, there isn't. <laughs> now that we've spent, uh, what, 40 minutes talking Jeez. about our thing that we thought was, yeah. we gave no answer to. Let's get to what all of you, all of you beautiful people. Beautiful. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear your beautiful words that I'm going to mangle. The sound of a shredder. <laughs> can't wait to hear what all of you thought. <laughs> I, I tried to arrange them a little bit of similar things together, but uh, I didn't put that much effort into it because, hey, we Sounds didn't like you. It. Hang on. I have one new thing that annoys me. <laughs> Greg's needling. Greg's negging. <laughs> Greg's spilling too much tea on me. He's having a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> so this first one is from Shez on Instagram. Hi, Shez. I can't believe you're chewing gum into the microphone now. This is disgusting. Why? So his is my least favorite thing about LA that isn't rent prices is how the city and the people treat sidewalks. The sidewalks range from okay to crummy to obstacle course to absent. They're already pretty inaccessible for people with disabilities. However, people still choose to ride their bikes on sidewalks or park their cars on them, even though many people are unable to jump out of the way of a bike at a moment's notice. Likewise, not everyone is mobile enough to shimmy around a parked car on the sidewalk. Also, I don't like that the valley isn't as cheesy, gaudy, dirty, and cheap anymore. I miss that and the ample parking what do you have to say about the valley thing um it's pretty cheesy gaudy mm, it's mildly gaudy <laughs> it's uh it's yeah. a spicy meatball it's like mama used to make when, when he talked about cheesy valley do you mean like 70s 80s america clowns that sell liquor roller rinks bowling alleys everywhere and it feeling like a white suburb <laughs> in the middle of america but it's somehow run by the sons and daughters of uh, hollywood people is that what cheesy means no, that's the acronym for cheesy <laughs> i will say that it doesn't feel quite as cheap anymore yeah. as it used to be i mean i guess it's still cheaper but not cheap gaudy dirty and cheesy uh which are the three missing dwarves we know what they're doing they're living in the valley <laughs> yeah I, I, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, your woody allen sounds my canceled jewish comedian sounds. <laughs> that's his generic halloween costume they sell him <laughs> canceled jewish comedian it could be anyone woody allen louis ck <laughs> bill cosby i don't know would you say i mean it's still it's certainly cooler i guess now yeah. ventura boulevard and woodland hills are sort of sanit i mean nothing they ever really were not sanitized but it yeah. does feel like more of a it mall feels, maybe it feels like the sort of et bad news bears growing up is not something that i was familiar with but it seems like that's gone if that was a thing that you ever experienced was I mean, like the childhood of well when i used to swear at robert mathow <laughs> walter mathow robert mathow i think of robert altman <laughs> <laughs> when i used to swear at robert altman on the set of mash on the set of brewster mcleod when me and hawkeye would just sit <laughs> down and just lay into alan alda and robert altman <laughs> when um, you get up in the morning alan alda this is the best way i can the analogy i'm going to use is between amc theater uh-huh. and a lemley theater where a lemley theater feels like it's a bunch of people who really like movies movies made these things yeah. on their computers and they're putting on these programs and amc is a corporate giant and los angeles i can't believe i just did it i referred to the rest of the city as los angeles you're the worst person who has ever lived <laughs> your afterlife will not be one of peace it'll be a lot of poking it's bad when other people do it <laughs> you know you think of a place like the beverly center and, right. and and those areas which to me feel like all right this has all been planned by a committee this is mm-hmm. this is the amc part of the city every but then single the lemon- inch of this area has to make money 
money, yeah, a certain but, amount of money every yeah, month. Yeah, but then the Lemley part of the city, like the valley, it feels like, oh, this is more sort of mom and pop, handmade sort of thing. Right. And that sort of stuff, I think, is slowly going away in yeah. parts of it, or at least receding into Reseda. <laughs> but I, I think it's still there. Yeah, the valley is really good for really great mom and pop shops. Like Big Mamas and Papas? Like Big Mamas Pizza. and Papas Pizzeria. <laughs> Where we went into and asked, do you sell pizza by the slices? To which the owner didn't say anything, but pointed to a picture on the wall of a generic kid eating a slice like of pizza. pizza which could have been pulled from a pizza pie <laughs> i thought we asked him how big they were and he pointed to the thing was that was i thinking differently yeah maybe he was put yeah how i big feel like how big is a slice and he pointed to a photo on the wall yeah. of a kid ho- i'm like is that to scale the kid's way bigger than me one of the two scenarios i don't forget which one happened what he for sure we asked him a question and he pointed to a, a picture photo on the uh, wall. He, that obviously was not from this restaurant yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a photo hanging on the wall it was it was a mu- it was like, like a, a fresco yeah <laughs> It was of like a child eating a slice of pizza. It was on the wall. It was the <laughs> wall. Was, the photo was the is, wall. Yeah. Day one of Big Mama and Papa <laughs> Tree. If anyone has a question, point to the picture of the kid eating pizza. But let's get to the other part of that guy's question yeah. about the sidewalks. I just went to an area and I can't remember what it was. I was telling Ada, I'm like, my beautiful girlfriend. Uh, I was telling Ada. My God girlfriend. The sidewalks are giant. I forget where we were, but it was like the widest sidewalk I've ever <laughs> been on. And I was loving it. I'm like, look, and I was like dancing from side to side. Yeah, like downtown sidewalks are so cramped the size of the sidewalk and if there even are sidewalks shows you what that neighborhood thinks about should you be walking around here or not because the really like you know pacific palisades and that sort of thing don't have sidewalks bikes on sidewalks drive me crazy do they especially now during coronavirus when like you're walking around you might not have if there's nobody around you might not have your mask up and then all of a sudden this has happened there's a biker right behind us yeah yeah why are you on the side like you can't have again you can't have it both ways you can't be a pedestrian and a car if you have a bike lane or just you're gonna ride on the street like you can't be riding down the sidewalk that bothers me a lot but also yeah some sidewalks are god awful with like tree roots uh mm-hmm. i tur- like the it, tree roots tearing up the sidewalk i'm a uh, big fan of that it's all fun and games for <laughs> you and me fred astaire and ginger rogers but yeah like if you ha- if you're in a wheelchair have trouble walking like how are you gonna go past this giant oak tree that yeah. just ripped up the entire sidewalk the variance in sidewalks from area to area is always a little yeah. bit not only wide but like how tall like i remember being a kid <laughs> being in Burbank by the Betty Davis Park and like it was up as a kid was like up to my knee and like this is crazy. Well, like, some of them do were, they want me walking on this sidewalk? Some, I gotta like people used to be so much bigger back then. Didn't we learn that some of those are for like movie? They're specifically made because movies were filmed there. Like with the bar where the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia oh, bar, right? And the sidewalks are like four feet tall because the camera crews can all be down there filming. Oh, okay. So I think some of them are tall for that reason. I think right. some of them have to do with water or I don't know yeah. knee health. I don't know. It, it is weird. There, yeah. There should probably be a little bit more of a standardization on sidewalks. I agree. And if I'm elected mayor, that's going to be the only thing I do before I'm assassinated. My fascist reign will be towards sidewalks only. Where the sidewalk ends? Never. <laughs> Not in my empire. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the next one. This is from a tiny little studio on Instagram. Hi. Hello. <laughs> You said hi and it like a squeeze toy. It activated me. Overly friendly waiters. Just mm-hmm. give me my food. I'm going to tip 18 to 20% no matter what. Chill. Sigh. And now I miss them. Haven't eaten out since March. I am sorry, my overly friendly waiters and waitresses. I miss you all. I hate waiters that try to talk to me. Oh, do you? Saying that makes me sound horrible of yeah. like, don't you dare talk to me while yeah, I'm yeah. eating. You First know who I am, yeah. I'm future mayor. One thing that does bother me, they will always come the second you take yep. a bite of food. Yep. That's horrible. You could be waiting for 40 minutes. Yeah. And they I could think just... safe. <laughs> yeah, just to be safe. And they'll come up and they'll ask you like, oh, da, da, da. And you're like, yeah. You think, okay, I could finally take a bite of this meatball. And you put it in your mouth and they're like, oh, one more. 
don't eat that meatball. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Yeah, but that's international. That's not. That's not yeah. City no, based. it isn't. But uh, yeah, overly friendly waiters. I hate it when it's clearly insincere. Yeah, uh, like, like a macaroni I, there's, grill. <laughs> there's two a waiter and a waitress at Coles that we like, and we like to get them because they're very friendly. Like they're not overly friendly, but they're sort of like, hey, how you guys doing? Like, it, yeah. it, there's something about they work really hard. They make sure you have everything. They're not intimidating. They're very approachable. For, I wish I knew their names. I think uh, I think it's like Jean and Jean, like like female Jean, male Jean. <laughs> I could be wrong. They talk to you, and it's not in a condescending way or a flippant way. They're just sort of like they seem genuinely curious about what you are gonna order. <laughs> First of all, all waiters are known to me as the hand that feeds me. There's one place that they closed down, but my family used to go there for years, and I really liked it. And this is the only place I'll tolerate overly friendly waiters yeah. because for some reason, at one point, they decided like we're gonna tell jokes. Oh, we're gonna no. tell jokes to everybody. You're eating on Jungle Cruise. <laughs> well, a oh boy, is that a walrus? <laughs> a walrus in the Jungle Cruise. Well, the only animal I can think of today is a walrus. <laughs> yeah, it would be like you'd sit down and it was I can't tell if it was like a meta thing of like we're purposely telling bad jokes, but it would be like this one was kind of funny. He'd give me a straw and say that was the last straw. Pretty but funny. but there are others that Is that your comedy hero? It was <laughs> <laughs> that waiter, George Carlin. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the name of the place. It was called the comedy store. Paying off a debt he owed. They would always do that, but that sort of became the charm of the place. But yeah. then you get to a place like uh what was the place where the waiters were purposely mean to you? I always thought it was Buca de Beppo, but it wasn't. They're just mean to you. They're just they were just mean. <laughs> but the place where oh god you're doing Italian hands right now. Is it Italian uh, place? I forget the name of the restaurant now, but okay. it, their whole thing was that they were purposely mean to you. And I have a vivid memory from my childhood. Uh-huh. I'm like seven years old and I looked through a window in the place and a waiter gave me the middle finger and I was seven years old and she was probably employee of the month. <laughs> That's uh, excessive but also really funny. <laughs> I forget what they were called. It's like a guy's name like Norman Ashby or something like it's like a weird name like that. Anyway, I don't like places with sh- with shtick. Shtick, yeah, you yeah. don't like shtick. I don't like You shtick. like the dish shtick but you can't take shtick. No, I'm a real shtick in the mud <laughs> when it comes to that. Is that a joke you heard at that restaurant? Yeah. Hang on, that was the last. That was the last shtick. That was- <laughs> The stick that broke the camel's back. Anyway, <laughs> I remember being really young. We had two go-to places in Echo Park. Bodegons was one, uh-huh. and the other one was the Bright Spot, which is close to the Edendale mm-hmm. Library. That was like our my favorite Sunday breakfast place was the Bright Spot. Right. I couldn't wait to get older and go by myself. I remember <laughs> thinking that I had so many of those restaurants when I was a kid. Of yeah, thinking that I can't wait to come so here. That's our idea of growing up is being alone at a restaurant. <laughs> at oh, a I can't wait to be an adult so I don't have to be with my family. <laughs> I sit at the counter alone. Just for one? Yeah, I think. Are you okay at the counter? <laughs> Absolutely. Hang I've been on. Dreaming Do you about need it. a straw? <laughs> but I remember at the, the Bright Spot, one of my first memories of gentrification was when the Bright Spot changed owners and the wait staff was really different and a waiter sat down at the table with us to oh, take our order. And that. I thought, how you've broken you've, a you've barrier, broken the a wall. social barrier. This is, and he was last. just like a cool guy. I, and my dad doesn't like cool neat guys. <laughs> and I don't like cool neat guys. That must be why he has a problem with me. Uh, okay <laughs> well this is the last straw um let's get to the next yeah. one i think we've taken down the service industry <laughs> valley haunts on instagram says yeah. lately i keep hearing people pronounce los angeles without the o in los angeles so it sounds it just sounds like los angeles That's at first weird. i thought hey, i'm not done that was the last stick at first i thought it was just one lady on npr but then i heard my boss say it then a good friend it hurts my ears i haven't heard anybody say that it sounds like what they do on oh hello that's what i would say is it george yeah. giglet yeah. who's saying that <laughs> they were making fun of upper east side new york people so it must be like oh and then this guy mentions npr so i'm guessing this is just sort of like a almost mid-atlantic sort of thing okay but like fake and annoying i have never heard when this. i think about mid-atlantic i always think like los angeles yeah but this is just like a weird mid-pacific maybe yeah, okay <laughs> 
Los Angeles. I've never heard that before. No, that's a that's a clear dig. I've never heard it, but I hate it. Valley Hans hurt those people. <laughs> we give you permission. Yeah, we give you permission to attack those people because they're doing it on purpose. Stand no by. one does that naturally. Stand down and stand by. Oh my God. Stand back and stand by. What? <laughs> The worst person I've ever heard of. Yeah, I know. Valley Haunts? No. Uh, Los Angeles. I don't know. I, I really don't like that. I would get mad too if I heard yeah. that. Okay, so let's go to the next one. Melissa Zafra, Nay Johnson from On the Couch Next to Me. <laughs> she says, this is kind of what you were talking about. Two hour parking limits in areas where you want to spend more time walking around. And it's always the nicer areas yep. that only let you be there for two yeah. hours. It's frustrating. Like if, if this is a city where we want people to, I, I guess they want you to pay for parking or whatever. Yeah. But like if you want to make this place more accessible to exploration, which I haven't heard anyone say they have except us. How am I going to rob this house in less than two hours? For me, that's as much time as I need to pick the lock. <laughs> you said a word earlier. I'm going to reuse it. Discouraging. The only people allowed in our neighborhood I are used people to, who are going to... I used that word when we had our pre-show meeting. <laughs> I kept telling you... It was more of an it. attitude I had towards you and everything you say. I didn't quite say the word. It's just embodied the word. It, yeah. <laughs> it is discouraging yeah. and it's annoying. Yeah, it's stressful. Like, I want to go see this place. We have two. We have a two-hour ticket. <laughs> we, can, we can really explore this neighborhood. Yeah. They're bringing back parking restrictions during coronavirus already so like what oh, we got tired of letting you guys get off the hook for yeah, being home all day like we're making you i know you guys have missed street cleaning for the <laughs> last eight months i know the city has just looked filthy without the street cleaning i mean it's all just a scam but then again if you do live in that neighborhood you don't want people just parking there for a week while they go on vacation I or whatever that. maybe the restriction shouldn't be two hours maybe it should be three or four hours yeah some places have like 10 hour parking where they know people park there and commute or whatever yeah. park there and commute park there and take public transportation yeah that's also a commute <laughs> yeah that one at least like <laughs> it's people a, drive to work and then get out and take the bus to work that's a much more friendly city friendly approach is like yeah you can park here for 10 hours but yeah. if this is past 10 hours we're probably gonna tow greg yeah <laughs> that's what it says on the side <laughs> greg. two hour parking unless you're greg 30 minutes <laughs> let's go to the next one because we have a ton of these and i feel like we've been talking for four hours yeah edwin arzetta oh a on, gentleman who just moved to an area with parking restrictions where'd he move what's his address what's his social security he just moved by uh i shouldn't say uh, he moved by the formosa cafe which was uh pretty cool oh, okay. by. i helped him move a bunch of stuff and then we got pinks afterwards and it was great uh, uh, well i guess uh you can eat pinks with anyone you want these days they'll just let anybody in that <laughs> isn't me so edwin arzana this traitor to my friendship with greg <laughs> on into you know the guy who put the shtick in the mud and the, <laughs> the shtick that broke the shtick shtick he says people who kick crosswalk buttons and people who try to pass you up on streets where the right lane very clearly will be turning into street parking occupied by vehicles specifically wilton in koreatown first of all the kicking the sidewalk i do that now because of coronavirus right i got a topped elbow like i told him i just goku style <laughs> I, I just fly through the air <laughs> bicycle kick from world combat <laughs> i don't cross the street i hadouk in the street <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really like it is kind of gross if during other times, if you do touch it with your finger, it's yeah. gross if other people are kicking it. Again, this is another thing like, do we need? I don't know. I guess we need stop buttons. Some we of them. Do, we do need those buttons because yeah. on some streets, they don't do anything. Though. Yeah. It's just automated. It's automated. But, other streets, yeah. I'm sure they're like, yeah, if no one's going to be crossing. Yeah. Then... Four people cross here a month. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> for me, like, I don't know about for him, but like kicking the button is more attitude. <laughs> it's the attitude you have about it than the actual action right now. I give it a soft elbow. I'll put my back into it you know you use my nose why yeah. not kicking it feels really aggressive though i do the kick because i don't even want that stuff on my elbow right now oh my now. god on my oxford elbow <laughs> on my professor patch elbow <laughs> what uh, was the other thing the other oh driving on uh, two lane roads where the right side is parking well no no no. where the example i'm thinking of is down nordoff where the right lane is parking uh-huh. and you go in the right lane when people try to pass you through those lanes oh, right. that are turning into vehicles clearly and so they speed up but yeah, that, yeah. that's anyone who cuts you off like merging 
being on the freeway, like mm-hmm. if it's that merging lane and someone's going like eighty one and won't yeah. stop for you. Yeah, yeah, it's so nobody cares. It's all a game. This is all Need for Speed and on all roads in Los Angeles, and people really get a I don't know. I'm just gonna say it horniness out of it. <laughs> people are really rude and think they're invincible. Yeah, in all cars. Road rage is such a weird sensation where someone really does in behind their giant truck, yeah. and it's always a giant truck <laughs> will think that they are invincible. Yeah, and they'll and, and, commit any atrocity behind the wheel because they're driving a weapon yeah. at weapon speed. And then I will then think, well, I'm also driving a weapon, but like, no, I'm clearly going to crumble against this yeah, yeah, against yeah, yeah, this yeah. Tacoma. So this next one, this is from Tootsie and Noodle on Instagram, who I think might be, re- I, don't, I feel like they're related to you. Yeah, yeah, that's my dear cousin Lizzie well, and her husband Nick. Oh, your godbrother and sister? My god cousins, yeah. Well, guess what? This is the first of the offensive ones. <laughs> Whoever it is, they say, I don't know, Tootsie Noodle, I don't know who sent this in. Transplants, quote unquote, who feel like Angelinos are not nice or friendly and have never set foot outside of Hollywood. I think that's something we talked about in the last episode where we're talking about how to navigate around the area was like people will come to LA, they'll trash talk it and they'll exist between like West Hollywood to Los Feliz and never leave and have no ideas about other parts of the town. And they clearly come for one occupation and uh, sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. Aerospace? (laughs) Yeah. Food industry people? (laughs) Those waiters we talked about? (laughs) Gene and Gene? I hesitate to go too much into the hating people not from Los Angeles thing. But if you do have an attitude of like know-it-allness and yeah there's a lot of comedy people who seem to love to take a dig at la people who are from other parts of town and like as i've done the podcast i've grown you can't eat but i can oh my (laughs) god that is a living animal you're eating (laughs) since i've done the podcast i've I've talked to more people who are curious about coming here and i have a lot more sympathy towards transplants so i'm not gonna trash talk them because like i also want to move places that i'm uncomfortable with and i would like to know more about but at the same time those aren't people who are going to come here and just lay into la like people who want to be actors and writers and feel like they are forced to live here like barton fink like barton fink (laughs) barton fink were you the one that thought that was really funny and got, came up with it out of nowhere the Simpsons line I think about that a lot okay. so that, is, that was me. you then okay <laughs> I have like some friends are I have such specific Simpsons moments for and you're the Barton Fink person yeah, I hate to be the like don't move here we don't need yeah, yeah, you yeah. sort of person and I'm not but this next sentence will make you reconsider what I just I'm said I'm not but, <laughs> but yeah I mean you don't need to be from here to be a good citizen of oh, Los right, Angeles right, yeah. so to speak there's annoying people that move here there's annoying people that don't move here I feel like a lot of people feel like they're obligated to move here because where we are in our industries and stuff so they're begrudgingly living here and it comes out and everything they say and those people yeah are trash and they're very annoying no 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 no! talk through the food hmm. wow i was so profound that i left daniel speechless and he's ready to move on to the next thing <laughs> i can't let that stand that's a really competitive thing that's happening where i'm like i bet i can out eat him oh yeah you uh, ate a granola bar i'm gonna eat a hoagie <laughs> <laughs> and every bite i'm gonna let you know how scrumptious it is mm. Mm, like Ooh, I'm a lettuce. drunk man <laughs> eating a burger like I'm like dad eating a burger Melissa hates the way that I eat C's candy because it's so do it mm. <laughs> oh my god Oh, <laughs> like a, it's playing the audio of a softcore. <laughs> I feel like the people, the annoying people we're talking about, are the ones who are like, "Oh, the Valley." Yeah, those are the ones. The ones who work for LA Weekly. Those, <laughs> those are the ones I'm talking about. Okay, so this next one from Planet Planet. It's either Planet Apati or Planet Apati. Not um, a name that's coming to me right away, but on Instagram. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't recognize this either. It's yeah. cut to it's your mom. <laughs> I know. Well, welcome. Thank you for writing in. <laughs> Thank Sorry you, that we're not mother. more familiar with you. I'm sure that you're somebody. We've gotten into the sort of hating other people part of it. Let's 
Just um, do it all, all the annoying New Yorkers moving here and people not born and raised in LA thinking they know about LA history. Or I would say lack thereof. Lack thereof, yeah. yeah. I mean, your your family is East Coast. You've been East Coast more than I have. We know lots of people because of comedy through from the East Coast. But there's a very aggressive attitude <laughs> towards pretty much everything that I'm not well, familiar with. My aunt, who still is in the on the East Coast, is so aggressively anti-Los Angeles. Like, right. she loves coming here and she yeah. lived here for a little bit. Yeah. But she, like, whenever I'll see her, like, museum in Los Angeles. <laughs> for what? <laughs> for, like, trash? <laughs> for, for waves? <laughs> they have museums for sunglasses now? <laughs> like, I feel like them and San Francisco really think LA is just really vapid. I'm like, yeah, yeah well, parts of it are because yeah. it's full of people from other parts of <laughs> America who want to come here and be vapid. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing we've been trying to, you know, convince people of, and, and they just won't listen. People from the East Coast are scary, and they scare me. It's fine. They just, just don't make a mistake in front of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know fine. what I love is romanticized aggression like that. It's so charming, they'll be mean to you it's on the street. It's <laughs> refreshing. Okay, so this next one is from Andy Lomelli. Oh, hi, Andy. He says, and I think this will be the last of our hating people, not from Los Angeles. I hate how people move to LA uh-huh. <laughs> to pursue their dreams in the business and yeah. then make broad generalizations about this amazing city based on their small bubble in Hollywood, Los Feliz, whatever other yeah. place, where they interact with only other white people. <laughs> They'll say that nobody is actually from LA while ignoring the amazing working class neighborhoods filled with diverse people wearing mm-hmm. Lakers and Dodgers jerseys, enjoying the most amazing affordable food in the world served to you by Jean and Jean. No, instead they'll go to some fancy restaurant and spend $30 on an egg. But what from what animal? <laughs> is it a walrus egg? The only animal <laughs> I know today? They'll go to Fred 62 every day and then they'll go to Frank and Musso's just to take pictures. Frank and Musso's? What are, oh, Musso and Frank. Sorry. I got the F's in my head. I'm sorry, like, there's, I, first there's a Fred, then there's a Frank. A Musso and Frank's and Pink's just to take pictures and then they'll just eat like Fred 62 and Burger King every day. Hey. I'm in. <laughs> Sign um, me up. Then he says, I can't walk more than two blocks away from my house without running into a delicious street taco for less than a dollar fifty. Yet they'll jump on Yelp and say the best Mexican restaurant in LA is some spot in Santa Monica that puts cheese on their tacos. <laughs> that really does bother me when yeah. people are every magazine like you gotta have this Mexican food in Malibu. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I feel don't, like that's the farthest yeah, place I where I should be getting Mexican food. The sauce that goes with it shouldn't be tomato sauce. <laughs> like that's not salsa. I'm very up for interpretations of Mexican food, but also if you ask me where I want to get Mexican food yeah. it's not going to be like we got to go to Westwood right now yeah I, I went to, when I was interning in Beverly Hills I, there was a Mexican place there I'm like oh, I'll get Mexican food for lunch yeah. they literally gave me a side of tomato soup as salsa <laughs> and it was delicious and, <laughs> and it, was the, it was the spiciest salsa I've ever had and I'm so cultured and that was the last shtick <laughs> um, I had to self-censor a few people because we're mostly listened to by babies at yeah, this yeah, point yeah. they also won't beep with mm-hmm. downtown LA the metro or anything that exposes them to the fact that people are actually from here yeah. call it home and love it here excuse me maybe they will go to downtown LA but it's only to walk into the last bookstore and take a picture in front of the book sculptures notice I don't even mention the Kings when I talk about the Lakers Dodgers earlier because they've never even heard of the Kings of course that bothers me but at the it, same time like I don't want tickets to cost $200 to a Kings game <laughs> but how many of friends and people you know are Kings fans none yeah. I have none I, I literally I have one <laughs> I have one who knows that there's kings <laughs> in this city major shouts to my boy Jonathan Gold for helping combat all this people complain that his reviews have ruined some hole in the wall spots in my neck of the woods by blowing them up but I know that a Mexican spot around here is going to be fire I learned that on TikTok when there's a line of white people out the door because Gold or some other food blogger wrote about it I'm always wary of restaurant recommendations from mm. a place like LA Magazine or LA Weekly or something right. like that if LA Weekly even exists 
podcast or LA Magazine for that matter. I'm always wary of that because talk about the valley again. Whenever they're like, we found the greatest place in the valley. It's yeah. in the heart of the valley. It's in Studio City. <laughs> it's hard to take quote unquote ethnic food recommendations from the quote unquote lamestream media. <laughs> I never was like, I'm not, you know me, I'm not like a big food person. I always feel like when people do a write up for like the 10 best places, how many times was it like, oh, I've been there before, so I'm going to put that and I liked yeah. it, but it's yeah, not yeah. like a place that I like desire to eat. But yeah. if I want to know where to eat, like I usually will go, I follow places on Instagram in town. I'm like, I won't follow reviews. I'm like, that looks good. I want to try that. <laughs> the pictures can be misleading. True, but that's for me we, to find out. And we always look great in our pictures, but Every in person, time. boy, yeah. oh boy, it looks like a taco that fell on the floor. Ow. Is that a <laughs> racial slur? I can't tell. Well, okay. For me, it looks like a matzo ball that fell on the floor. Is that what you wanted to hear? It looks like a pastrami sandwich <laughs> that got sneezed on and it flew across the river. No, yeah, there's I, a lot of people who don't, who won't venture and it's sad and think they know everything. Yeah, he's yeah. absolutely right. With the Kings, it's just people don't care about hockey in Los Angeles. It's true. We never get snow, so it seems like the last possible thing for us to have is a... <laughs> Inconceivable. <hockey>. Manufacture ice. <laughs> what, like a sidewalk team? They play in the parking lot of the <laughs> Staples Center. Now we're getting away from that sort of stuff. Let's go to Tracy Monahan on Instagram. Oh, hi, Tracy. Do you know Tracy? Yeah, I, I, we went to college together. She's just super sweet. Is she one of the people who works in the CSUN library? No. Oh. I think you met her one time 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago, Tracy. I remember her. <laughs> I update her nickname every year. So she says, the people who don't subscribe to the three cars can turn left from an unprotected left turn lane after the light turns red rule. And also parking is a bummer. Well, I say only two. Turning? Turning. Bold move if three. Yeah, she's saying that people should be doing three per left turn. But I say, I, may all. I say, I yeah. think the law is <laughs> only two. So you're waiting. There's one in the middle. middle. There's one behind it. It turns yellow or kind of turns red. Yeah. And middle and guy waiting can go. But then third person has to stay. I say. I say if you can make it, go for it. If it's yellow when the bold. first car is turning. If it's mellow, let it yellow. Yellow. What? <laughs> if it's yellow, let it yellow. <laughs> That's not going to stick. Beer before liquor, you're in the clear. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer, um, before, beer, before, beer before queer. What am I? I don't even know what I'm saying he's anymore. mixing all the idioms up now <laughs> yeah. to mean nonsense. I'm here. I'm beer. Get used to it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Now. <laughs> yellow. Stick. Uh, walrus. No, I say two. I... I I think it depends. From two to three. Okay, if it's just turned yellow and yeah. it's clear and yeah. the first person goes, second person goes, probably the third person can yeah. go. I don't know if I would do that, but I think in most situations, two. I've seen three happen frequently and I'm not bothered by it. Four is bad, obviously. I think by three, there's already cars coming from the other axis yeah. like at you. But also like they're looking at you. They're not going to be like, well, there's a car there. I better go still. I mean, it's green, so I have to go. You know, there's a car well, in the way. With these agromaniacs driving around LA. A lot of agromaniacs. <laughs> I know. The I, worst I, is when I get stuck and the person in front of me on the second car, oh my God. first person doesn't turn till it's red yeah. and there's yeah, already yeah, cars yeah. following him and I'm and stuck And you're there. halfway through the Kill crosswalk. <laughs> Every single time. Every single button. time. Self-destruct my car. Now let's go to Kenny Norwick on oh, Instagram. Being so close to many of the people in Orange County, three different things he's listing. People that only know Lakers history back to Kobe Bryant <laughs> and gentrification. Uh, my take on this, how come nobody is mentioning the Clippers? Everyone's saying like, uh, you don't even know this stuff. And everyone's neglecting to mention not only is there Clippers, there's a soccer team and two football teams, I think. I when people think. bring up the Clippers, I'm like, Really? There's another one? Wow. You're like a deep cut. You like really like basketball. <laughs> you like advanced basketball. <laughs> you must have gone to basketball college. Do you like the Mets? Um, <laughs> Bandwagoning uh, is uh, an annoyance because that's what happened when the Kings won the Stanley Cup. Both 
uh, let me say both times oh, uh, there was a lot of bandwagoning and even just like yeah. every, when every every sport gets that but yeah it's annoying it, yeah. it's annoying as a fan yeah. but at the same time like please have more people coming to King's games yeah 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 <laughs> but not too many I don't want it to be expensive I want my privacy yeah I want to have the whole 300 section <laughs> of myself what was the first thing you said being so close to so many people in Orange County oh god if I could fix that I could just build a wall oh my god just trigger a fault line and just break them off Orange County but also like uh, see me Valley. see me Valley. <laughs> and also like going north like Antelope Valley yeah even <laughs> Santa Clarita's pushing it I'll take Magic Mountain but <laughs> I could take Magic Mountain just not parking there or being there <laughs> I'll take Viper but the rest can go okay so this next one is from 5050 with Cristobal on Instagram okay Los Angeles's view of itself as a progressive haven but the reality now we're getting some heavy stuff yeah this is heavy doc but the reality that if you try to do anything to decrease the use of the private automobile one of the main causes of climate change, you are met with a force that would make taking away guns from a Texan look meek. Yeah. As a bike commuter and realistic person, I know the only way we can meet climate goals is to reduce overall vehicle miles traveled in the city, which means bus only and bike only lanes in place of regular traffic lanes. Yeah. First off, maybe it'll be better now that they're mandating all electric cars by like Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> oh no, I gotta get $30,000 Oh quick. god, I just gassed up. This stuff is useless. <laughs> I've been hoarding it since March. Look, this is the other side of, yeah, we do need yeah. to be it's weird because he's right in that it is so comparable to the gun culture in other parts yeah, of the country it where is. it's like but our entire state personality built, yeah <laughs> our personality is based around this vehicle and yeah, its that, capabilities i was just talking about car culture and car history with somebody and switching to be more environmental friendly is such a needed goal mm. and such a dream like vision but the reality is going to be really hard on everybody and we have to just push forward to like you know the first but, 10 years are going to be really hard and dumb. Yeah. And then it might get better after that it might get better. If there is an after that, yeah. it might get better. But the thing with that is like, sure, you can do the like no more cars, let's take buses and stuff. But yeah. then there's also the alternative, which is maybe easier, maybe harder of like electric cars, which yeah. I mean, they'll lose electricity. I guess that's how electric cars work. But so then you need to form the electricity. So then let's use more solar. Let's use yeah. more geothermal. Right. Yeah. With, yeah. From all let's the volcano all jobs from under a LACMA, <laughs> under the tar pits. That, I know there's one down there. So every solution ha- has like 10 new problems. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a radical culture change. Like we can still have cars. We yeah. can just have electric cars, yeah, which yeah, won't. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it'll cause other problems, but it won't be polluting the environment. Exactly, just be hitting yeah. a bunch of people. <laughs> My thing about public transportation, don't charge to park at the metro yep. station. Yep. You cannot. That's a deterrent. You can't deter people like that. And also taxes and fees and stuff like that that goes towards public transit should be going towards lowering the cost mm-hmm. or eliminating the cost to take the bus or take Absolutely. the train. It shouldn't be taxes we're paying to maintain it and also still pay to use yeah. it. Like, why are we paying two different things? Yeah. Like, it, there's other cities that have free public transportation mm-hmm. and you pay higher taxes for it, but you get free public transportation. Especially like one of the wealthiest states trying to push people to take public transit yeah and we're not going to make it free it's weird yeah i mean they clearly don't really care but yeah i, I know that they recently proposed like we might do that <laughs> uh, hey that's a lie that's a word in the mask of a solution that's yeah right. it's the plexiglass of a solution yeah okay should we go to the next one yeah this one is from carl tart oh hi carl mr tart <laughs> I, li- I like referring to him as mr tart <laughs> that's like the name that a child who has like a invisible baker friend right mr tart is mr mcphoebe lives yeah. in the yeah. trees <laughs> mr tart was in the kitchen it wasn't me so carl tart he says it's something that happens all across the world it's happened to me in many u.s cities and in vancouver 
Canada. That's a flawless part of the world. <laughs> yeah. Way to name drop cities. <laughs> we get it. You have a passport. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> but Greg said name name, so I'm gonna. Like most men my age, I suffer from male pattern baldness. Oh, yes. I just covered my head when he said that. <laughs> my, hair, my, hat. my hair just grew four inches when he <laughs> said that. Yes, that's right. I'm follically challenged. I've always been a hat collector, but when I started losing my hair, hats became an extension of me. This is, I feel like you helped him write this. <laughs> <laughs> Put um, an extension of me. I wear sports teams hats and random brands I pick up yeah. on my various travels. I still talk about this crisscross hat. Go ahead. <laughs> Nobody cares about my hats. <laughs> we care about it. Greg, look, <laughs> Greg just said he's still talking that. about it. And most people who know me are used to seeing my head capped and don't really know what I look like without it. When he wrote this in, I was like, he's bald? Because <laughs> only, I've only met him once, but he was yeah. wearing a hat and I've seen pictures of him, I think, always wearing a hat. But there's one place that always gives me guff about my hat. I'm naming names. Oh, here it comes. Tenants of the Trees, a swanky bar in the Silver Lake area. Uh-huh. This place has been under fire for a lot of bad things, so it's a beep place, <laughs> and I don't mind calling it out. Every time I go, they make me remove my hat if they even let me in, period. Oh, they ha- Yeah, this is pretty shocking. They have been, no. I mean, this is pretty shocking for a white guy to be reading. <laughs> they have been known for different discrimination practices and other nefarious stuff. Now, I know what you're thinking, Daniel, Greg, and listener. Stop going there. Well, honestly, I have because everyone has stopped going to bars, hashtag pandemic style. <laughs> but before the pandemic, I stopped going. Here's why I'm ranting about this. The times I have gone and they've made me take my hat off. I walked in and there have been dudes in there who don't look like me. You two know I'm black. I also didn't know that about Carl. He had a hat on. I, I couldn't Maybe tell. Maybe I never met him. <laughs> Is he the one that we met at the cemetery? <laughs> you two know I'm black, but the listeners don't. He's saying there's people who don't look like me who get to keep Ooh, on their hats. Yeah, this is gross. So it's clear they are pushing an agenda. Also, I've gone with some more notable friends of mine and they don't give me any problems. So clearly this is not a strict policy. This is one of those places that people who hate people from LA would walk in and go, see, this is what LA is. I told you. <laughs> in conclusion, businesses should stop making people take their hats off. It's straight up discrimination. And for a place that has been called out for bartenders drugging women, Jeez. I don't think me, a TV writer, wearing a Dodgers hat in LA is not the actual problem. Right. That's, that's gross. That's really gross. I yeah. couldn't like, I mean, I can believe it, but like Silver Lake. It's so enlightened there. Yeah, they have a exactly. Whole Foods and a Trader Joe's. They can't do, they can't be <laughs> they, racist. They have a pavilion. <laughs> a pavilion. It's a pavilion. That's really awful. There's a part no, of the valley that I like that is a no hats, no cursing thing and that was part of the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also like, I can't imagine them enforcing it like that. Oh, that's, that's so really gross. That's very gross. If I wear a hat somewhere, no one's ever telling me to take yeah, it off. Even the place that says no hats has not asked me to take the hat off. It's sad and disgusting to know yeah. that there's still places like that in Los Angeles in La- yeah. doing that. It's, it goes it's back really to what weird. the guy before was saying and how we keep... Yeah, we're fake. A, we're the like, plexiglass of yeah. progressivism. Yes. I always heard no hat policies and that made sense like at the Hollywood Bowl or in a movie yeah. theater or something, but it didn't really make sense to me at a restaurant. Yeah. So now I get it. Like it's, it's a racist sort of thing. But I also don't get you must wear a jacket. That oh, never right. made sense to me. I um, guess you're trying to make it look nice, but like, am I really going to look nice in this rental jacket? That's, yeah. I'm going to look like I'm going to my bar mitzvah in my dad's suit walking around the Magic I mean, Castle. But like with your hair and my beard, a suit jacket is not going to make not me look gonna, yeah. like, a, like a black tie event. It's putting on a, a bandaid over a bullet hole wound. It's not going to fix the problem. But the only place I've been there that was really strict about that was the Magic Castle. Brag, 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 brag. <laughs> Must um, be nice to have a passport. <laughs> like I went into that knowing that already. I guess it's ostensibly to try to be like, oh, it's a classy place. Yeah, but I could so easily see that being used for yeah. like what he's talking about. I've never. Terrible. Maybe. 
I'm going. Bye. See you later. <laughs> On that note, you're not wearing a jacket. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, that's really gross. And I, I hate that he had to go through that. Nobody, Nobody ever go there. Yeah. I mean, we've heard two horrible things about this place now. Everyone boycott tenants of the trees, which is also the worst third offense, worst name of a place I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah. When he it? sent it to me, I was like, the trees, like the people who go to this place <laughs> called the trees. Was it the people from Robin Hood who live in the trees above <laughs> uh, Sherwood the Fort? sheriff of Nottingham? All right. So the next one is from Breakfast in Vegas on Instagram. Uh-huh. No real seasons. Fire, riot, earthquake, smog don't count. I would <laughs> Riot's kill. not a season. I would it's like a, it's every a state of mind. <laughs> I would kill for snow in Los Angeles. Yeah. I think that would be nice. I, I would say there's two seasons here, like hot and cold. <laughs> there's hot and mild. I was listening to Matt Gorley talk, I think to Conan, he's from like Whittier, I think, mm-hmm. saying that when he was growing up, there were seasons. And I remember being a kid and there were like, I mean, obviously it was it's like a sunny, it's like Lethal Weapon sunny and uh, it's a Shane Black Christmas because it's just like sunny <laughs> and Mal Gibson's just doing slurs everywhere on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's obviously not middle America Christmas, no. but also like I knew when fall started there were orange leaves that fell yeah. it looked like Halloween yeah. you gotta look for it yeah. and you'll notice it that's why time feels like nothing here yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's no way to mark the time yeah. passing because it all yeah, in a lot of part of town depending on what sort of trees are in that part of town yeah. it might just look the same all year it would be fun to what a whole different world of like this is my wardrobe for this quarter of the year <laughs> instead of here yeah. I am it's uh, shorts or no shorts it's October yeah. and I'm wearing sandals and there's <laughs> mosquitoes on me for some reason um, it's definitely gotten hotter in the last 20 years prove it <laughs> prove uh, that my car has anything to do with that prove it <laughs> prove that this coal operated car I'm driving is doing that okay so this one is from Ada G. Ruiz on Instagram the beautiful Ada G. Ruiz oh boy I didn't know that you're using this podcast as a candy gram valentine now hi my fourth favorite podcast of 2019 Dang. rude rude <laughs> the thing that annoys me the most is having to spend two hours reading the parking restrictions yeah standing there with my hands on my hips reading the signs over and over is not cute another thing I think it makes me look powerful remember Remember, you got a ticket in downtown and you lost your mind, which was so funny to me. But also, like, every time we went to downtown after that, you would, like, stand there with a notepad be like, okay, we can't be here from Tuesday to Thursday after four. Okay, it's Wednesday. Let me get my calendar abacus. <laughs> it looks like a joke in some places where there's yeah. five signs stacked mm-hmm. on top of each other. Another thing that makes me livid are the one-way streets. Oh, you want to go to City Hall? Well, you're going to have to make five rights and three lefts to get there. And if you miss one of them, you have to start all over. I and- probably had made her do that so many times. Of Like, yeah. we got to go around again but you got to go to temple and then you got to go to grand and then and this leads us to our other thing greg (laughs) come at me (laughs) and finally she says are the gentrifiers why do you always have to hold a handcrafted latte in your hand why do you have to raise the rent around the neighborhoods what do you even do for a living literally no one does yoga everyone just walks their dogs or goes for a run stop pushing away generations of families that have lived there before you decide to open your 80s inspired artisan pizza place she's talking about one particular place we lost a panderia near us la spiga bakery where we would get a pandulce and coffee we're only done like three times but then it became <laughs> i think it's like slasher pizza now and it's a real bummer because we like that place and we like supporting them they were really nice to us that being said 80s pizza sounds pretty good um, <laughs> it's from the 80s and like a fine wine even better yeah it's been dusting in a basement for but a it's month. crazy like since i've known her we've been dating for three years now going on four her and i have been familiar with places and then lost them speaking of one-way streets my aunt again in new york city we like new york city has like six lane one-way streets yeah and we one time turned the wrong way oh no and it was like the dead sea crashing down (laughs) on us like there was just like a cavalry of cars coming toward us and it was oh Oh my my god God. well i saw that once in san francisco when 
when someone turned on the wrong way. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't me. It was my first time in San Francisco. And people on the streets, other cars, everyone Screaming. came together as one to be like, F you. Get out of here. You must be from LA. And I took my Dodgers hat off. I'm like, yeah, get him. Yeah. He's bald. <laughs> but the thing about the gentrifiers and nobody working in LA, it's yeah. so weird. Nobody works in my building. And yeah. they're paying a lot of rent to live in this building. And nobody, I know that a lot of people are working from home. But even before that, nobody in my building ever went to work. And then you'll look around like it's Tuesday at 11 yeah. and everyone's out at restaurants. I, I really don't know what people do in this city, yeah. but I, I would love to be doing it also. <laughs> I would love to not be doing it also. It does yeah. not make sense to me. I feel like so many people are like brand managers yeah, and like and influencers. I make my own hours, which yeah. are, I don't work. I update a website at three in the morning while I'm crying and drinking wine. Yeah. And that's what I make money to live in. A- and that one hour of work keeps me going for four <laughs> months. Okay. So now those are the people who sent stuff in. And then I went to Reddit. I didn't put their names because I don't know. They didn't know they were being asked for a podcast. Right. Because they Suckers. would immediately ban me if it even seemed like I was trying to promote this myself. This is Reddit, so they'll find out that we're, we're talking live right I now. It's Reddit. <laughs> even though people, oh, oh, a picture I took of an ice cream cart on the beach. I did this and it gets 10,000 upvotes. Okay. Yeah. But we say, hey, I have a podcast you might be interested in. And banned. Take Get this out somewhere else. How dare you try to barter with us? Yeah. Hawk your wares Why do you here? try to offer things that we might like? So this is some of the things that they said. Just a random smattering of stuff. No left turn signal on busy intersections. We've kind of covered that. Which yeah. Is, Koreatown and Hollywood are good for that. I guess it's kind of like older intersections that don't have Yeah, the they can't add a lane, yeah. It's bad. At the intersection of La Brea and Franklin near Magic Castle and Runyon, you can go left onto Sunset or continue straight on Franklin. If you're going straight, the green light goes to yellow and back to red and seriously, like two Mississippis, I am not <laughs> exaggerating. I have never waited at a longer light only to get the world's shortest green light ever. Sunset and Franklin? La Brea and Franklin. Oh, La Brea. Oh my God, La Brea. You can go left onto uh, Sunset. Yeah, I, I think I know what intersection yeah. that is and it's also kind of like going up a... Uh, you're like, your car's slanted. That's when we used to go to Mountain all the time. I'd go, yeah. I'd get there yeah, then yeah. that was, yeah, you're right. I, I hate short lights. People always say like, oh, there's sensors here so you park here so the light will be longer yeah. but I don't think that's true. Like everything is, we'll have 30 minutes of cars going here <laughs> and then you get four seconds. Yeah, it, you better be ready. You better be paying. <laughs> I know you've been sitting there for 40 minutes. You better be ready when it turns green because it's already... Yellow. Oh, you missed it. My uh, dad is one of those people that will put the car in reverse and slowly back and put the car in drive and slowly go yeah, forward. Yeah, I, I see people doing that. Yeah. I keep thinking, you. what proof do you have yeah. that that works? Someone told him. It was- <laughs> <laughs> a guy in Hobo Lane told him. <laughs> so here's another, some so spe- specific things. Yeah, specific things. Some Pacific dining cars. The intersection of San Fernando and Fletcher. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's an awful intersection. I don't think I know that intersection The one by my staples well. that I used to work at. Oh, okay. Apoyo Loco, Goodwill, yeah, McDonald's. I remember that. Burger Not King, 7-Eleven. Staples. That's a pretty hard light. Even if you're walking, I feel like it's a catastrophe. Yeah, I have a couple really bad intersections. The Starfish intersection of River. It's in North Hollywood. They're called Five Points. Go ahead. But it's not this oh, is not a, a starfish star. it's not a star because it's not actually five points greg it's a pentagram oh intersection this one is in north hollywood of where riverside tahunga and camarillo yeah, right yeah, off yeah, of the freeway yeah. oh my god it's so horrible yeah. like it, the shift between which street you're going to be on is so subtle and yeah. there's no marking of any lanes yeah 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 and then that six-way intersection in beverly hills is atrocious oh, obviously anything in beverly hills is yeah. atrocious i was a courier for a while for an escrow company and, and like a lot Never? of them 
Yeah. Interesting. I suddenly think less of you. Go on. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, escrow and real estate stuff in Beverly Hills, and I have to go there right. get stuff signed, and I thought, ugh. And I would like try to figure out, is there like a way I could park <laughs> outside of Beverly Hills and go into it? Or like, God, what's the other one? I call it uh, Rich Vernon. Like Avenue of the Stars. It's like adjacent uh, to- Century uh, City. Century City. Right. Oh my God, Century that, that City. Century City is not meant to be visited. Yeah, it's, it's meant like to Vernon. be worked in. Yeah. yeah, it's Rich Vernon. Yeah, it's, it's, You can't park there? It's you can't Vernon, there? but instead of a sausage factory, it's a dream factory. <laughs> Beverly Hills, anytime I had to go there- and yeah, the six points or anything like just parking and the starfish, simply. the starfish, the starfish. There's some really bad. The city wasn't prepared for us. So yeah. let's just add some more <laughs> stop signs here. Those are really bad. So here's yeah. another one. Everyone takes what seems like a full two seconds after the light turns green and they slowly start moving forward. That's safety. I'm, I'm that is with that one. safety. Also, my horrible recalled hybrid car takes about two full seconds <laughs> to start moving. So yeah. that's that's me. I've seen too many people in my life. I've been in too many cars where I wasn't driving where someone's like it's red and they're just like who's gonna what are they gonna do hit me yeah <laughs> it's a james dean drag race right when it turns green when the cheerleader drops her sweater <laughs> another thing with my slow acceleration that scares me is in those left turns yeah. when it's turning yellow or no when it's green yeah. and cars are far enough away my car is like yeah yeah i know you have to get out and push your car <laughs> please wait i'm cranking it <laughs> it's annoying when people are stopped at the green light and their yeah. heads are down and they're oh my god they ever tell you that yeah, and they're dead because i shot them through the back of their car <laughs> okay so the next one the sudden obsession with go fast always on pretty much every freeway and every street this seemed to really flare up during the pandemic some knucklehead is almost always weaving through traffic at 100 miles per hour and tailgating the beep out of everyone in every lane not just the fast lane we discussed these annoying people I- i'm saying them like yeah we already got to that as i'm the one who put yeah, the order of all of these yeah. questions i think because there's less traffic people are doing it more but i think that but those drivers are now. always there because yeah. people see this as a video game they see yeah, the freeways as their personal video game and, and everything is an opportunity for them to show how much power they have they want to show how cool their spoiler is spoiler alert it's not people are just the worst at everything they hate slow drivers just as much as we hate them (laughs) hopefully they'll hit us and end our miserable lives because i'm tired of living in a world with them anywho (laughs) (laughs) anywho that was the last uh, last shtick i'm losing my shtick now (laughs) next one lack of pedestrian slash bike infrastructure again we covered this why are you people keep asking this here's why no one uses their blinkers yeah that bothers me because it's implied that i'm going to turn you should get it i slow down a corner's coming up it's implied but not with again if you're trying to make the left and you think this person's coming and they turns out they're slowing down to make the right into the street you're going into that drives me crazy right no left you'd be better (laughs) be more intuitive (laughs) rolling california stops stop at the line and then creep forward 10 years living here and i still always think someone is about to teen bone me or run me over while out (laughs) jogging i do this i always do that i know that i'm supposed to stop at the line and then go up but like i'm checking as I'm coming up to the line yeah. that nobody's there and nobody's there. So I'm just going to go to phase so two. So why do I got to stop more? Why? Because it's So why do the laws have to apply to me? <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Thanks. <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's not annoying because I do it all the time. If it was yeah, annoying, this, why would I do it all the time? This is a bad submission. Do you do that or do you do the full? Yeah, I catch myself doing that. I try to stop to stick it to everybody around me on the street and in the car to let them know that I'm Captain America. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I'm not going to stop. Take two seconds to start moving again and then stop again and then take two more seconds. Yeah, I've got places to be. <laughs> so the next one is the poorly timed traffic lights that cause at least 60% of the traffic. I feel like the valley has that more. Oh, there's something coming up that I wanted to ask you about. Will you marry me? Oh, no, that's on page four. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot more accidents in the valley because things are... Let me just ask you about that now. People who crash into the corner Corner street, houses, yeah. The corner ha- the- me and Ada like to point it out when we're driving through the valley. When we come to the valley for either my mom's house or the uh, Crindy's. Like whenever me and Melissa are like, that would be a nice house. 
but it's on the corner. On the Someone's corner. gonna hit you yeah. eventually. But you were saying that only happens in the valley. You never see that in. Other... I don't see it as often in my I area. See, it's all over the valley. Yeah. Like even my parents' house is on a corner, and it happened once. Someone oh drove God. up on the side and hit the tree. It, it's just inev- if you live on a corner, I don't yeah. know why, but someone's gonna drive up and hit you. In because the cor- people in the valley are different. Because people in the valley don't play by the rules. <laughs> there is a fifth dimension in the valley. Almost every street in the valley is wide, and there's young rich people, so they think that it like invites <laughs> racing, which is a thing in the valley a lot. It is. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's bitching. But the poorly timed traffic lights, what really drives me crazy is when, sometimes when you're driving, but also when we're walking and yeah. trying to jaywalk, which is completely legal. Yeah. When the lights are timed out so that, okay, this side is clear, but on the other side, there's still cars coming. And then, okay, this side is clear and there's one car that's still almost yeah. coming. Okay, it finally passed. Now this side has cars <laughs> coming. That yeah. drives me insane. It's pretty stupid. It's people who, for some reason, drive really slow and also poorly timed traffic <laughs> lights. People passing on the right side on the freeways and hanging out in the left lane instead of using it as a passing lane. These are the it's the same person we're talking about. Yeah. We can all picture the car. <laughs> but yeah, just like weaving in and out of traffic, just yeah. doing whatever they want to do. People to who get drive trucks. Trucks, but also expensive cars. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, also expensive cars with fins. Here's one. Culver City is just clowny at times. I believe there is still a corner of National and National uh-huh. and Washington Boulevard goes in these weird directions. I get lost every single time I go to Culver City. It's, yeah. I don't know what it... Apparently, it's just poorly laid out, but it is a if miserable I, time. Yeah, to find if I stay way. on Venice or Overland, I'm fine. If I go out of yeah. there, I'm... Yeah. Every single time I get lost. And then when I finally get there, I'm like, I, I got the lay of it. I think I can get back to the freeway. And then I'm in like East Hollywood and yeah. I don't know what happened. That and the area above Los Feliz, the hills that connect Los Feliz to Silver Lake, I always think, you just keep going down <laughs> or up. Burbank always gets me. The area between like the Magnolia part leading into downtown for some reason there's just some mental block for me and i can't get things straight there. everyone thinks that olive and magnolia are parallel but they're actually going in yeah, opposite yeah, directions exactly. and you yes. think oh I'll just make a left and hook up to olive but olive's so far yep. away from I, you i think there was one time i was meeting you and ada and oscar there was several people oh donut prince yeah we were going to donut prince and i was like i was thinking in my head i just go straight down that street yeah. and then i was at the Burbank Airport and I have no idea how I got there. I don't know what it is in some of these parts. There's yeah. just like these weird Bermuda triangles yeah. that I can't get straight. The next one we have the lack of Metro Rail slash BRT lines for Glendale. Mm-hmm. The Pasadena NoHo BRT will help but Glendale needs better connection to downtown and Hollywood. I, I didn't even know until a few days ago that they're doing some sort of light rail or bus line from Pasadena to North Hollywood. That's pretty great. There, there are yeah, areas because we're so widespread. Out. That was another thing to go back to the cars thing is that we can try to have less cars but like we're so spread out now that it's almost impossible for unless, us to go backwards. Unless we have yeah, the vaccine. yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless there's really a, an improvement in trains. Yeah, Not train. buses, trains. trains. I don't think the rail. buses are going to... The interurban rails. It's crazy because there's some parts of town that are just not connected and like, what if I have to get from like... Yeah, the thought of giving up a car on the off chance that I might have to get to Sunland to Hunga yeah. is what's going to make me never give up. I will die out of my cold, dead feet while I give up this car. The summer I came back to LA or I think it was the year after two, when we started doing comedy early on I was on the bus I didn't have a car if you remember <laughs> I and remember I had two jobs and was doing comedy between Alley and the Valley and <laughs> I was late for everything everything was miserable everything <laughs> took two hours it was hard to do that it is possible to exist just on the buses and the rails but it's incredibly it's hard nice in LA life. it's not a good existence no. you were not a, you were a gross person back then I was you always smelled like bus uh, you hate poor people <laughs> I hate bus riders <laughs> uh, the next one we have is the 110 freeway in its entirety <laughs> Okay. Yeah, fair. I went to San Pedro. I get it. That's a weird ride also. 
going. Between San Pedro oh, to... Oh, the crows are coming. Between San we must Pe- be talking about something <laughs> not spooky. Between... Shut up. It is spooky. <laughs> well, also to go back to that, we have a clear distinction between spooky being supernatural and just eerie. 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 Not spooky. spooky. Eerie and spooky are the same thing. Spooky is supernatural or no. things that verge on supernatural like a skeleton oh, I hit hand. the ceiling right here if it wasn't for people <laughs> living right above me dancing all the time. If it weren't for these notoriously thin floors, I would punch right through. Spooky is eerie. Not supernatural. Eerie. It's not I, a ghost. The, the word for spooky for me, obviously, I think of Casper immediately. And I, th- I think of ghosts and skeletons. So that will... If you said eerie, yes, I would be completely behind you. But the fact that you use, the, that, you use that word... <laughs> the holy word. No, spooky to me is the idea of something being haunted, but not actual ghosts and skeletons and stuff. Spooky hey. is like fog. Stick to disagree. Here we go. Here we, <laughs> Here we go. go. Here we go. <laughs> We're talking about fog. Then. But yeah, going to San Pedro. San Pedro so, to Pasadena, the 110 ride is hard. Yeah, because it's all trucks, isn't it? It's, it's pretty industrial after a certain point, yeah. but also like it's a lot of lanes, but they fill up. So it's just like a lot of traffic yeah. around you if it's a traffic time. <laughs> and it's, that's a, like the thing they're doing in Downey of like destroying all these homes to widen the free. I think someone talks about this widening the freeway lanes. Like clearly that doesn't work. Not like it, work. it's not, it's never going to, the freeway will never be wide enough. Nope, it won't be wide enough. It could be 131 lanes and it'll still be packed full yeah. of people. Every we'll just buy more cars because there's more and we'll drive two cars at a time if it takes that when i think about the freeway i always think about the lax episode where they keep immediately when something was built it was already useless yeah. because it was uh, it took too long to build yep. so they try to knock it down and rebuild it to make yeah. it more efficient this would have been that time this is the perfect solution for 2005 yeah the space will just get filled it'll never work next one how little drivers care about pedestrians crossing the street yeah. also related to that all of the damn hit and runs which is yeah. it's so sad seeing so many streets uh, like poles of just like teddy bears and flowers yeah, it's and, awful. and stuff. It's really sad. You'd think that this would be on the news somewhere. Like, yeah. But there's so many, for everyone that's on the news, there's apparently like 10 more of someone just getting... I remember Zalza by CSUN was the spot where like I felt like people were always getting hit by cars going between trying like get to cars that were parked across the street and just yeah. getting whacked. Also, I was about to say, and why do they keep getting hit against light poles? But I guess they didn't necessarily die on no. the light. That's just... You're not going to put a vigil in the middle of the street. Exactly. Yeah. It's weird because... I just had to talk it through. Thank you. It's fine. I do that all the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot, but please let me finish the sentence because I have to. <laughs> please don't put this on a podcast. <laughs> it's weird when you're in Vegas because it's the other way around where I feel like pedestrians don't they respect rule. cars. Yeah, and we're just yeah. like, well, because they're drunk. I wouldn't know, but I assume I would it's because they have coronavirus. Let's cars are to, king here. Let's get, to, and I'll, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> well, I'll do these next four together because they're all kind of related and okay. sad. The sad reality of the homeless crisis, mm-hmm. the segregation and disparity of income. You will see the richest of the rich in certain areas and homeless in others, but these two groups will never interact. The littering most of la is ugly crumbling infrastructure and trash everywhere i don't think it's that dirty to be quite honest i mean there's depends where you're going i think industrial parts are pretty this one part of downtown you might some people call it skid row i think it's pretty clean there i don't think los angeles is that dirty of a city it's so widespread and there's so many different faces yeah. trash can hide anywhere yeah there are industrial parts of town that are kind of you can't have a clean industrial part of town like, yeah it's gonna be but, kind but, of dirty but, but speaking of like trash on the street like i don't see that much trash on the street also depends where you are yeah i pick it up whenever i see it so i don't really a, see it i'm a good human <laughs> i don't like to pick on the unhoused people because like why would you pick on people with no options yeah where, where are they gonna put it the city is supposedly trying to work on getting them off the streets and helping them out and trying to get their yeah, lives back allegedly. but like like i said about the cars on the on the expanding lanes it's just going to fill space up like it's again put a band-aid on a bullet wound yeah you need to get to the root of the problem yeah here. not just bigger freeways more housing yeah. well i guess more housing could more be the housing. answer yeah but also <laughs> mental health help 
that yeah. is free and accessible to those people. I always hear that homeless people in LA, it's different than the rest of any other city. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't, I don't travel a lot, but like I think that... <laughs> well, there's so many people here that are fully employed and are homeless. That, that's so another it's, it's, it's terrifying thought. I mean, all, any, any homeless situation is not a good thought. No, but... But like, that you can have... That you have to clock it, in and then go to your car and it's, sleep. It's almost more comforting for people to think like, well, that guy is mentally ill and he has a drug problem or whatever. But this person is you. He's working 40 hours a a week yeah. or more and he lives right there terrifying that yeah. thinking you have a job it'll protect the answer. you yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, it clearly won't now that that stuff's over with not sure if this is unique to la but bumping car stereos are annoying as beep especially yeah. when they're in residential areas and most especially when it's before noon don't get me started on subwoofers you know how i feel i don't le- like anyone having a good time yeah a good time <laughs> a good time sitting home alone at 2 a.m listening to your so su- you're not even listening to music you're listening to your subwoofer um, i mean car passing by on the street playing loud music that's what i was that, that they were talking about yeah they are they are yeah. fine it's a passing moment you don't like that i don't like that it's not like i don't like it yeah. but i also after what i've been through where it doesn't end go do what you need to do and just keep on driving whatever but if this person lives across the street from you or maybe crazy idea under you it's or it's, crazy idea it's in the house and you can't stop it yeah it's unterrible yeah. it's banned subwoofers it's enough i'm okay with the broad banned subwoofers yeah they're the people who need the noise in the world to be louder than their thoughts about themselves exactly and they're like, they I, need, need, I need the noise to shake my legs because i'm so depressed yeah, i need this to be shaking me rather than my feelings my feelings about my uh, myself here's another one i don't really understand this one street light makes that were changed due to the pandemic and have not returned back as traffic forms up again lights oh. along miracle mile on wilshire as an example i was just over there and i don't really know what they're talking about are they saying they adjusted them or they didn't adjust them? maybe they're talking about how the the like timing i don't know maybe they did they change maybe they're talking about the urban light thing in front of former LACMA oh, in front yeah. of the pit of debris that is now LACMA. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really know what that's about. Anywho. Maybe con- someone out there will and that's for you. <laughs> and this is your podcast yeah. now. The constant construction on every freeway. Yeah. It is weird that it feels like everything is constantly under construction and nothing is ever done. Yeah. How could it take you that long to do whatever it is you're doing on this freeway? Whatever they're doing next to the five by the Burbank Boulevard exit is like, how it, long have you it's been, been working on I think on this? it's been like nine years Yeah, and they have a giant hole to show for mm-hmm. it. It's a pretty good hole. No one's putting the hole down. Who hasn't gone there just to look at the hole? But I think I talked about this on a podcast before where I'm like, you know, they'll be doing construction during the day. I'm like, how about you do this at three in the morning? And then I leave comedy and the podcast <laughs> at three in the morning and Every there's traffic at three in the morning closed. and I'm freaking out. <laughs> Why don't you do this during rush hour when I'm not working? You know, I want to add to that when they don't tell you that your exit's closed until you get to the exit. I hate that. Yeah. One of my favorite things is outrunning the car that's slowly dropping cones. Oh, yeah, yeah, leading yeah. Leading yeah. towards my exit and Slide cutting them sucker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See you in Coneland. <laughs> okay, so the next one, merging onto the 10 East Freeway from the Bundy Drive on-ramp. I don't okay. have too much experience with I'm this. I'm trying to remember the Bundy Drive. I know uh, it's by the is this airport. something OJ Simpson related? The West Side Gonzalez's live there. Oh, no. Off of Bundy. I'm trying to remember having to get... Are they saying get onto the freeway or get off the freeway? On-ramp. I bet it's bad. I'm going to take your word for it. I bet it's bad. Yeah. Nameless Reddit uh, Nameless poster. Reddit I take yeah. your word for it. Fireworks. It's October. <laughs> Yeah, during a pandemic. I get that, like, the veterans, and it is horrible for dogs, yeah. but I really like fireworks. You do? I love seeing, like, on the 4th of July, even oh, yeah. though it burst a hole through the ozone layer, yeah. seeing all those fireworks was so great. And yeah. I will say that as I'm being drowned by the Pacific Ocean in two years from Good, I'm glad. We'll, we'll, we'll come looking for you. <laughs> but like I said, I, I'm not a veteran. I don't own a veteran, and yeah. I don't own a dog. For me personally, it's not a big problem. Season, you guys just moved into the neighborhood on the corner, and they it was like 
like maybe the third day I had the dog. So it was like a month ago and they were mm-hmm. setting fireworks off. Yeah. And they're just like, woo, woo. <laughs> and I wanted. <laughs> the dog was making the same noise, but out of fear. <laughs> I think it was the first time a dog heard fireworks. And at first he wasn't scared. He was like, what? 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 Is this a thing that happens every day? <laughs> but yeah, no. I wasn't afraid. Now I'm petrified. I want those guys to uh, get hurt. If it's leading up to a holiday, okay. But yeah, I guess like if it's October, like, come on, it's enough. Uh, okay, next one. When you're trying to pull onto the street and you can't see any incoming oh. traffic because a row of cars are parked on the side blocking your view and you have to practically inch all the way into the street just to see if it's safe to go and hope They're for the creeping. best. creeping. Yeah, when you come out of a driveway bad. onto a heavily populated street yeah. where a car speed and you're right in the middle. It's and you bad. Have to- you know what's really the worst is when, because they have those red zones yeah. so that that sort of thing won't happen. But what's horrible is when there's like a fire truck parked in that oh, red zone yeah. and they're still like, you're gonna need another one because I'm about to need another yeah. fire truck. Next one, unpopular opinion, the toxic tipping culture. It is not the responsibility of the consumer to supplement the lack of wages for waiters. That is the restaurant's responsibility. And then if you don't tip, you are ostracized and get beep service. I will say that this person went on to say they do tip, but I, I agree that it shouldn't be, the waiters should be paid more. Yeah. It's better for everybody. Are you going to lead the charge to make sure they get paid more? Yeah, of course I am. Because <laughs> if you're going to complain about over tipping or tipping and you're not going to lead the charge to make sure they get more money from their employer, you know who should be paying you more is your employer. Think about that when I don't tip you. If you're going to use this as an excuse to say I'm not tipping because someone else should pay you, you're a horrible person. Yeah. But yeah, I think that it should be, waiters should be paid more. It should all be one built-in price. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can make my entire life built out of shoulds. Yeah. (laughs) You can't build a house out of shoulds, but you can build a house out of shticks. (laughs) Next one, what is up with the service fees places started charging on top of the bill? I don't, I might have been to like one place that has done this sort of thing. I don't know too much about that. I don't go out anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't gone out in a year. I don't go to the sort of places that have bills. <laughs> valet parking and strip malls. I just want to get my Thai food in peace. That is insane. That well, say, 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 say it again. Valet parking and strip malls. Oh my God. It's, You're going to make me park down the street? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Any way that anything can make money in Los Angeles, they're going to take Every it. Every square so inch. Yeah. yeah. It's not surprising. But yeah, that is, it's the sudden valet and then the people in the bathroom who hand you hand towels oh, who God. need to be tipped. Leave me alone. I have so much anxiety because yeah. I'm like, Dude, I don't have cash. Yeah. And can now, I Venmo you? After you just listen to what I just did, I have to then pay you for it yeah you're welcome yes i pee gracefully yes i'm an opera singer when i poo you're welcome you're welcome you got to watch me snort a bunch of blow <laughs> so the next one lack of cal mex food i like old mexico cooking and all but i miss the kind of cooking that is plentiful around socal outside of la proper i'm talking about the stuff that longtime california mexican families make including hard shell tacos yep. not enough of that in la city i love hard shell tacos mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on in the kitchens of california yeah. mexican families around town but yeah. And yeah, there aren't too many aside from like places like El Torito or something like that. I'm trying to think of... I like both kinds, but look, I, I'm not... Uh, there's good tacos I, on both <laughs> sides. I think Michoacan in Lincoln Heights, which is 24 hours, I think. Really good spot. I think they have hard shell tacos and they make like a big yeah. deal about it. The, the place uh, by my house too that does hard shell. The hard shell always feels to me like a concession towards white people who can't commit to a full right. taco. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's good. That's, yeah, good, good. that's good taco. Yeah. Oh, this is so greasy. I love it. <laughs> what is your take on people calling it mission burritos? Have you heard that? No. Oh, is that when you put a sauce on it? I don't know what it is because that's what they call them in San Francisco. They're like, we have mission Mission burritos because they're from the mission district or whatever. Oh, right. And they're like, this is what a mission burrito is. You won't believe it. It has rice, beans, cheese, meat, and guacamole. That's a burrito. You just described a burrito. A regular burrito. Yeah, Yeah, you described a burrito that's not a bean and cheese burrito. Why are you calling it a mission burrito? That's 
dumb. The farther away from Mexico they are, the yeah. the more silly they think. <laughs> it's a San Francisco style burrito. It's got rice yeah. and beans in it with a you certain kind of meat it. and cilantro and hot onions. Sauce on it. <laughs> okay, so this is the last one that we've got here. Okay. And it's a fitting one. Gatekeeping. People oh. who feel entitled to tell visitors and tourists to stay home because they choose to spend their paychecks on rent. They really feel like they own something here. Yeah. Why, why exclude? Yeah, exactly. Why think that anything you're doing is better yeah. than whatever anyone else is doing? I just hit my funny bone we must have had a really funny episode this time i shouldn't hurt that much uh oh <laughs> i think i got a funny bone shot today on accident <laughs> when i first sent out the things yeah when we first asked about this it felt like the overwhelming response was people not from la i was yeah, like that's yeah. not what i want to get yeah. into i don't want that yeah because our listeners are mostly people not from la who want to come yeah. here who are and generally they're, curious are, and they're not bitter yeah and they're nice and they have stuff to contribute yes. to this city like money on patreon you can <laughs> subscribe to us on patreon not everyone is sweating red which is you know good for them i guess sweating red rent oh sweating rent yeah. i thought you were like republicans well, yeah yeah, we're sweating reds no. just like uh whoever put that trump sign over the sepulveda pass oh my god we're, we're sweating red over whoever did that how funny that was oh that my was god it's so funny vote so harambe funny. <laughs> I hope that guy or the person I hope the person I assume this guy because it's an awful thing whoever that person is I hope they sprained an ankle coming down <laughs> they're probably still lying in the gutter yeah. they're lying there dead but still laughing like the Joker at yeah the- <laughs> like oh they really won one over on us I had to read his name like I do every day uh, well look here's something that you should do every day <laughs> this is how you're gonna wrap it up yeah Donald Trump leads straight into promoting yeah promoting our own wares <laughs> LA Meekly Stakes yeah. LA Meekly <laughs> University yeah. <laughs> we have this new reality show yeah. you know leave us a review on iTunes if you have an iPhone, open up your podcast app, leave some stars, maybe some words. It helps us get more not notoriety. I keep using the word that's a bad thing. Yeah. It gets us... Uh, it helps us be more infamous. It's good negative press. <laughs> it gets our name higher up on searches yes. and it's nice for us to see those sorts of things. You can follow us on Twitter at LA Meekly. On uh, Instagram, Instagram at LA underscore Meekly. Let's both say it at the same time but LA not synced up. Let's both say it at the same time and also be saying yeah. two different things. Instagram, LA underscore Meekly. Meekly. <laughs> our personal Twitter. Yeah. I'm at uh, Grego. You're at Grego Gonzo. No, Grego underscore Gonzo on Twitter. Grego Gonzo on Instagram. I'm on DM Zaffron on Twitter. Uh, subtweet me. Please. Yes, please. Uh, spill the tea all over me. <laughs> you can listen to us on YouTube. And also subscribe, like we were saying, subscribe to us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. We'll send you a handwritten postcard. Be one of our postcard month. pals. Or for less, it's just supporting us. We are an independently produced artisanal mm-hmm. podcast. We make no money from this. And Whoa. don't think we don't think about that every night. We're hoping to one day be brand managers who stay at home all day and eat like we're Larry David just going (laughs) diner to diner all day and not having to do anything please help support our unrealistic lifestyles So what what are your thoughts on this? Are you are you peeved? Well, I would have liked to say it before we did the promotions for ourselves. A little bit like a wrap up, like a natural wrap up and then say all the stuff they could find us. And what's more natural than going straight into plugs, plugs. through a, a clumsy Donald Trump reference? <laughs> everything people said, I'm usually I, I I absolutely agree with everything. The city is very annoying. A lot of car related stuff if but you But hey, we love it. Yeah, everything is car related. Yeah. Car related, rent related. Hey, well, this is where we live. Hey, love it or leave change it. it. Don't tread on me. <laughs> Vote Harambe. Oh, yeah. And hey, it's November 1st. Hopefully in a few days, the world will be better. The world will be less awful. Or in a day. few days, see you on the front lines. Yeah, I'll see you in the trenches. Yeah. Please teach me how to use a gun. I would love it to have a president that I don't have to worry about every day. What I would, do I have to hear about yeah, now? I would love to have a president that I'm not trying to look up the medical records from 
Walter Reed Walter. Hospital every single. Aside from that, hopefully things will go better and we can have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, nowhere near our families. <laughs> yes. Turkey slices bought from yeah. a package at Vaughn's. Everyone have fun eating prepackaged Oscar Mayer turkey for this Thanksgiving. Oh my God. The yep. worst year. This yep. has been the, and this has been the worst year. <laughs> this has been the worst year of LA Weekly. <laughs> since um, what was it again? That was the last shtick. Yeah, which is not nearly as funny as this has been the worst and, year since 2013. And that, <laughs> and that has been the worst catchphrase of LA Weekly <laughs> since 2013. Please, God, <laughs> hopefully the world's better next time you hear our voices. Okay, bye. Oh, bye. Bye.